Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 272. There is actually quite a bit of stuff to go over tonight. We had the Xbox showcase take place, which feels like that was forever ago, but uh, I mean, it happened the day after the last podcast. So we'll, we'll talk about that. We got the Square Enix show, which had a lot of interesting stuff with Final Fantasy. Capcom had a showcase, and we'll probably double back because I know there's some questions around Persona. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and we'll talk about PlayStation Plus. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. Let me go around here. We have MVG. MVG, how are we doing tonight? What's going on? Great to be here. Good to have MVG here. We have Nate the Hate. Yes. Nate's here. We have Miss Click. Hey. Good to have Click here. We have RGT85. I'm actually known as Ghost Sniper right now, and I just did a donation saying, never trusting Nate again. Maybe an insider for Nintendo, but you're officially 0 for 3 regarding Xbox. No Banjo-Kazooie and more. You and MBG do this for clout. I said Banjo was unlikely to be there, and people just have to be patient and wait longer. Uh, Your hate is at MBG. Yeah, I said Banjo is going to be there, and... By the way, it was not a leak or an insider thing. It's, it's a prediction show. So if, you, if you're misconstruing a prediction show with a leak, then that's on you, buddy. Sorry. And we have we have uh, Player Essence, OJ. How's it going, guys? Holding up the pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show was, <laughs> pre was freaking crazy today. Yeah, it was great, man. Shout out to everybody who came through. We got Max Dreamcast guy. Good week to be a Final Fantasy VII fan. And then we have Evan, who will yep. actually uh, will go to Evan for one of the topics that I have lined up here. Uh, he'll be he'll be one of our leads on that. I, I got a feeling you'll uh, you'll be ready to talk about some Dragon's Dogma. Oh yeah, so, yeah. That let's was uh, let's start with the Discord question actually before we jump into our first topic here. I guess we'll go with the the main one. Do we do we want to do that one that we were talking about earlier? Yeah, go for Just, it. Yeah, yeah, get it out of do way. others yeah. aside from RGT also think Nintendo focuses too much on Xenoblade and Fire Emblem? And would you prefer seeing Monolith and Intelligent Systems work on other IPs? Okay, can I preface yeah, do something? Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Let me preface something. The reason I brought up Monolith and um, uh, Intelligent Systems doing other games was to show that they do do other games. The whole point of my tweet was, how many Fire Emblem games are there on the Nintendo Switch? How many Xenoblade games are on the Nintendo Switch? What are the next two games coming out for the Nintendo Switch that are first-party games? A Fire Emblem Warriors and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I wish that there was other games like Star Fox being talked about or showcased. Something, something like that. That's the whole point of it. But then people just lost their shit. So obviously I fed into it. Because that's what I do. I, I stir the pot with my scepter from Metroid Dread. These are the things that bring me joy in life. That's all Just it was. Like Metroid Dread, you're wrong. So I mean, I'm not wrong, but I'm not wrong. <laughs> Just like it, you're wrong. I think I see what you're saying, Sean. Especially when I watched your video. Uh, I think the way that you said it might have been off. That's why people, the, the way that you said because like it seemed like you were selecting Xenoblade and you are targeting these two when there's a bunch of Mario games, there's a bunch of Kirby No, it's just because those are the next two games game. coming out. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it seems like you're, so, like you're targeting them. And because Fire Emblem, it's Fire Emblem Warriors. It's not a new Fire Emblem game. It's a, you know, it's like a, and yeah. like the last one was five years ago. Goes into the lore though. A you lot know, of those Warriors. The Warriors, Warriors Fire don't. The last Warriors Fire Emblem, don't. the last Fire Emblem game was 2019. So the last one was three years ago. And then the last Fire Emblem Warriors game was the launch year of the Switch. So it's not like they're like yearly 
type of things. I think, and that's why people, I think that they, they were, you were targeting, you know, those. But I never said anything like that. I was just saying, I would like to see a Star Fox or a punch out. That would be cool. It's not that you can't have these. I would like to have other stuff along with these. That's well, it. So- 90% of Twitter, have you ever seen that meme where it's like, here's a tweet I made up in my head. I will now blame it on you. A lot of people are mad for things you weren't saying. I definitely saw like, oh, you want them to stop doing Xenoblade and do Mario Kart? It's like, is, no, that's not what Sean said. As long as people are talking, that, hey, that's good. Yeah. That's good for, I think, me. I, for me. For me, it's like, I, I would just like, I guess me, I would just like, just say, I just want Star Fox, you know? I guess including saying, "Oh, there's another Xenoblade," or "Oh, there's like because like those franchises were almost dead, you know, not too long ago. Yes. They were like almost dead, like literally almost dead. And now that we're getting consistent releases, it seems it's a it's big like, deal. It's, it's a, a big, big deal. deal for people, you know. Yeah. So I think that's that's where it also comes from as well, I, because literally they were almost dead. Like Fire Emblem could have easily been not around right now. So. I think I think after Xenoblade three, I wouldn't mind seeing Monolith Soft just do a new IP. Same. They want, like, and they I wanted to, but I, I mean, again, like it's kind of like what they do you know what i mean so if it's yeah. accessible maybe maybe it's a completely new spin-off on a xenoblade type you know i don't it's there's a lot of creativity yeah i i just think that the main thing that obviously sucks is when people run wild on twitter and and there are people that actually are blaming fire emblem and xenoblade because you know of of unfortunately discussion people are going to go rampant so um i, I think the, the biggest thing to come back down to is yeah of course we all want these new franchises but you know specifically fire emblem or xenoblade like it's not it's not their fault they're creating good stuff it's really good stuff and if it's if that's not i almost feel like it's people are like uh oh, it's not what i want so therefore like you shouldn't get it and then give me something that i want it's like okay well it's not your time yet hopefully there will be time for other series but right now you know don't don't get mad that xenoblade and fire emblem are doing well i'm not saying that's what sean's saying i'm just saying i'm seeing a lot of people say that and then they're tagging me and stuff and i'm like bro i literally don't care you don't like it i don't care i like it i don't care that you care like whatever and the interesting thing about intelligent systems real quick on this one they actually the past three years they've made three separate games from 2019 so they had fire emblem then they had um then they had paper mario then they had uh then they had wario and now they're back, probably back to Fire Emblem. So intelligence that that's like that's their three that they do. They they do those three games. They don't really do much outside of that. And they're cash cow because they're not believe it or not, they're not owned by Nintendo. So it's a collaboration with Nintendo. Nintendo owns the Fire Emblem IP, but they do not own Intelligence Systems. Intelligence Systems has a CEO, they have a president, they have everything as if they're an independent business, yet they just have a very close partnership with uh Nintendo. So obviously intelligence systems is like well what's gonna make us money yeah well, i wonder if they lean on nintendo they're like hey another fire emblem would be cool right that sure would yeah. be a great idea <laughs> fire emblem three houses like was yeah. the best selling fire emblem yeah game, you great. Know, in yeah. less than a year yeah they want that payday they they because paper mario isn't that i mean it's it was pretty good and wario is cool but the next fire emblem game will probably be their biggest payday that they've ever gotten so yeah so yeah I, I, but i i feel like obviously i want star fox and yeah, I just stuff. I just want to see what Monolith Soft can do now. Like they've done so much Xenoblade, where they go, "Hey, let, let's see what you got. You guys want to do something new?" And that new IP. I mean, they're very talented. See, yeah, they have a new IP. I thought that that there was rumored they were working on at some point. So, yeah, I I, yeah. I think that'd be yeah. it. That's the thing. Out of all of, like intelligent systems, is just going to do what Nintendo is like. All right, do this. Contract it out. They have obviously monetary incentive on their end outside of Nintendo. Monolith Soft just owned by Nintendo, so yeah. Nintendo I, could I say, more- "Hey." Let's do a new IP. Yeah, I mean, I'd be more concerned with how picky Nintendo is regarding what that new IP would be. You True, know what I mean? If they can, I feel if like they they can come up with uh, like a, a good new intellectual property, like what they did with Splatoon, where during the mm-hmm. Wii U they come up with that, 
I mean, then you you have merchandise. You got all kinds of stuff now outside of that sure. with theme parks, yeah. and and they're looking into doing movies and like they, you never know. You catch fire, and Monolith could they could put a game like that together. So they, they always do RPGs. Like like that's like all yeah. their games that are not RPG or they don't really make games that aren't RPGs. <laughs> they yeah. have like one yeah. disaster. That's like the one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably more but from what i, I mean everything's like project cross zone bots and kaitos that's a card-based rpg they did xenosaga but people don't know xenosaga is not owned by nintendo doesn't own xenosaga that is bandai namco that's bandai namco like owns mm-hmm. xenosaga and that's a turn-based rpg it's it's just turn-based it's not you know so hell yeah but like they put yeah. together that dragon ball z rpg yep. and it's like turn-based. that's really good yeah turn-based rpg so i mean maybe i think their next ip will probably be like a It'll probably be like a new IP. The next, like after Xeno Three, they'll probably. I think they'll probably. They're probably already working on it. Yeah, but at least yeah. con- conceptual and all that. Yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna probably after Xeno Three, they'll probably think to all right. Let's take the main team and let's put them on something brand brand new that we can. Hey, maybe set up for the next Switch, like as one of the yeah. the big titles in the first year. Yeah. So, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we have another Discord question, Evan, that we need should go to before the the first topic here. Uh, which which topic we're we going into? Actually, we'll just go with this one. When do you think we will see a new the new Indiana Jones or possibly a new Donkey Kong? The new Indiana Jones? Ooh, I've years twenty twenty five when it comes out. Yeah, probably something like that. But when they show it, I'd like to think we see it next e e three quote unquote. But he, he did bring up Donkey Kong. So do you think we'll see that before or after? I think Nintendo before. shows Donkey Kong when it's almost ready to go. Like. We'll see it, and then like, oh, it's out in six months or something. Like Kirby. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey Nate, like when's the next Donkey Kong coming? Yeah, Nate. Ask Nintendo. <laughs> they could, I mean, they I show am. it as good as this year, right? Nintendo? Like, couldn't they show it like this fall or something, and then it's out first half of next year? I mean, if the game was coming out the first half of next year, yeah. yes. But if it's not, then no. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Let's let's move into the Final Fantasy VII showcase. We had the 25th anniversary, which, by the way, that means Final Fantasy VII is now 25 years old, which is absolutely ridiculous. Because I we're all old except for Clay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm ancient. yeah. I, I will I will take that as a compliment. Okay, it is a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Wait, do we still need Click to play Final Fantasy VII? No, I didn't play the remake. Oh, okay, okay, I played okay, the original too. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're nice. Yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. So let's, we can talk about what was announced here. Obviously, there was like two big announcements that most people care about. The others, it's like, I mean, fine. Like, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate is going to Steam and it seems to be optimized for Steam Deck. So, pretty cool there. Which, by the way, that is a weird game to see in handheld form. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, First Soldier. I've not played this mobile game. I think Max did. I have. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's Fortnite Final Fantasy. Exactly. That's what it is. And it's really weird. Okay. We have Ever Crisis going into closed beta later this now year. Now that's cool. Android iOS. Yeah. That's and that's going to be everything. That's going to be that's going to be the entire universe. That's going to be Dirge of Cerberus. They've said there's going to be a playable version of Advent Children. It's going to be everything. But all is like classic RPG. We'll see how good it is. But that's the idea. Stuck on mobile. I know, on mobile, yeah. Well, and the other thing is that trailer showed us that we're going to be able to buy really stupid costumes. So it sounds like you're going to be able to play the games for free, but if you want to dress like a ballerina, you got to swipe your credit oh, card. Good. 
And then they showed a bunch of merchandise. There you go, Buster Sword Clock. Mm. Cool. And then they got to the two announcements that most people remember. First one being Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. This being yeah, a baby. remaster, but I, I think this is... I think this is going to be like really close to being a remake, which we'll talk about here in a second. Square, but Square Enix, did you hear the? Did you did you read the? I think they're throwing people off. What they I, said? Yeah, they said I, it's a true remaster. That's they're they calling call it. it a remaster. I think they're changing stuff in this game, which we'll get to. I think they're gonna. Okay. I think they're gonna alter some stuff. But uh, this is Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, which has been stuck on the PSP since like 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is getting a. They're calling remaster. Updated 3D models, full voiceovers, new music arrangements coming out this winter. That could be 2023. Keep that in mind. It could be like the first half, like a couple months, 2023. Uh, but it's coming out PS5, PS4, Switch, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Steam, basically everything. Uh, and I am really excited for this. This might have this might actually be coming out of there out of this presentation. Believe it or not, this might actually be the announcement I was most excited for. Because I was already I was already expecting the next Final Fantasy VII thing. Go ahead, Max. I have to say Crisis Core Remastered. I feel like some people don't really understand. Like this, this game was really, really fun and great on the PSP, but it had some fundamental issues. Like anybody who played it, the PSP had one joystick and Play the game stick. looked really beautiful. Yes. So there was a lot of times where you just couldn't see shit. It would actually almost hurt you to be inside of these really great three D representations of historical landmarks inside Shinra Mansion, and you can't look around. So like even even the idea of this new control, they've said it's gonna have new UI which thank yeah. god because the old you ui was in the in the gameplay you could see it yeah and it looks so modernized like even the stupid slot machine and stuff looks like it's all streamlined i don't know i am so this looks they, incredible they like moved the slot machine. I, I like that they <laughs> moved it from like the center bottom right to like the top left so yeah. it's not just like right there in your in your face all the time and they changed the controls to play like final fantasy 7 remake so the controls yeah. are actually adapted like like you have a dodge button you have everything's all situated that way and the game looks great graphically the game looks like it, it looks really good um and yeah i'm super super excited about this because this game has been stuck on psp there's been no real re-release of this mm-hmm. game in 15 years that's that's crazy how many, right I how mean, many copies did it sell it two million did well it did, did pretty well yeah, I think if I remember correctly, this is actually one of the highest, if not the highest selling PSP game. Yeah. And no, no, no. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. But oh, like, yeah. this is, it yeah, was up what, there. What's a high selling PSP game? Yeah. Seven copies. Five, five, <laughs> five million. Five really million. Yeah. Because yeah. the PSP got, I mean, that thing got Piracy. hacked, pirated Piracy. like crazy. The attach uh, rate on that true. system is terrible. Yeah. Because so, it has oh. a lot of systems. It has, I mean, it's sold almost 90 million, right? Yeah, but, over but, over uh, 2 million the software worldwide. software rates were, were pretty low. Hey, but Final reality, Fantasy fans show up. I'll say that. Yeah. But in reality, this is a lot of people because for me, like I never had PSP. So I remember I watched the entire playthrough of Crisis Core and mm-hmm. I liked it. I think I think Zach is a beloved character and it was yep. cool seeing him in, in the seven remake. So getting people to experience the actual yeah, right. Oh, I spoil I spoiled this whole thing in a video tomorrow. <laughs> the game came Re- out. I mean, the remake exists because he died. So Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. What? Um But I think I think what's gonna be cool is people are gonna get to fall in love with these characters who might not have decided I'm gonna sit down and watch a playthrough. Like some people just didn't necessarily care to. So I'm really excited that people are gonna get a chance to. Plus people who did play the OG are gonna kinda get to see like again that like you were saying, the modernized um, justice that this game probably deserves and with how well and smooth everything's gone with the with remake and with integration and stuff i'm kind of cool to, it's gonna be cool to see how they kind of correlate the two to kind of you know i don't know okay. merge the worlds a little bit i'm excited okay. can i pitch an idea to y'all so you know okay. the i i think that this is 
I do think they're going to change some stuff as well, John. I think I that they're, they're going hard. That is what they said. I, I don't think they're going to do that, but I have a feeling they're going to really focus more on uh, Genesis. The bad guy of the character of the mm-hmm. game is Genesis. He's almost mm-hmm. like Sifroth, but he wears red, but he also has one wing. Um, I think they're going to introduce him as the bad guy for Remake Part 2. Because it wouldn't make sense to fight Sifroth at the end of all Again. three parts. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird. So I think I think they're doing this yeah. because people don't remember who the hell Genesis is. Like, yeah, we have this really weird guy who can clone himself. Let's bring him back so you remember. There but are you- the... That would really make sense, though, because what I was saying is at the end of Remake, I was like, they're already showing off a lot of like the, like what feels like the ace up the sleeve almost a little yep. bit, you know, so it makes sense that they yeah. go even bigger, better kind of thing. Well, the, the fact that they did all the voiceover and everything, I mean, they could definitely change some lines just from that, but yeah. they have to change it because like he doesn't die anymore. Yeah. So they're probably going to do that thing where they have like the poster work with the dog whip around and stuff in there and all of a sudden he's going to survive. Maybe they'll show an extended... A uh, bit of footage after remake left off of Zach and Cloud actually getting there to the to mm. the city and everything. Well, and I mean, none of that, they don't really they don't have to change anything with Crisis Core to do that. This game well, can just be yeah. as a standalone thing of this is what happened in the original Final Fantasy VII timeline, and we're introducing you to Zach and Genesis and Geel and these characters because they are going to play pivotal roles in Rebirth. We just want to introduce them so people are familiar with them. And at the same time, look at the platforms that Crisis Core is coming to. Switch, Xbox, platforms that do not have 7 Remake. So this game is still going to be the standalone title that is a prequel to the original Final Fantasy VII, but it's for Square to use it as a marketing tool for Rebirth, which we know is going to be PlayStation exclusive. Mm, Also think think because... In the Ever Crisis trailer, did you notice that it said a different version of the remake? I think that they're going to kind of play into the idea that it's going to be multiple universes. Then they are going to Kingdom Hearts it and be like, all right, Zach yeah. is dead, but maybe Zach will help you in I one think, universe. Aerith think, is dead. You know. I mean, we've seen, we saw that with the end. I mean, we saw that with the end of remake. We can yeah. tell that there's two dimensions going on right now because we know mm-hmm. Zach has now survived because we defeat, you know, defeated Destiny and the Arbiters of Fate. So we have one timeline with Zach and Cloud approaching Midgar, and then we have the timeline that we played in remake part one, which is the timeline where Zach would have died. And mm-hmm. then marching towards, you know, calm and such. But even in remake part one, the running theory is that there were three Sephiroths running around. There is yep. that timeline Sephiroth, the alternate dimension Sephiroth, and the one from Advent Children, who is he's looking to basically rectify the mistakes he made in the original timeline. Yeah, because so in the Japanese like Kingdom Hearts, you know, I, crazy. I I think I, I don't care the way I think this if they leave it, that's fine because it's like one of the best endings in games ever. Like uh-huh. It is by far one of the best. Like, click, you're going to love the ending. I cried. It is that you, good. What you mean of Crisis Core? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've already watched it. Yeah, well, yeah, watch yeah. it. It's you different gotta, to play it. Play uh, it. Honestly, I know, I know it's yeah. different to play it. But again, yeah, we're well, just assuming that it is going to be one for one. I know. So, I, yeah, I think I think they're I slipping thought, a cinematic in there. I'm telling I, you, I, they, I, they, I, they could change I, it just like the final, you know, Final Fantasy VII. Like when things, it was, it felt like mm-hmm. one for one for a lot, minus those premonitions <sighs> that Cloud got. Yeah. And Aerith being like, I know. And you're like, well, that's a little weird. And then and then literally it feels like the last like couple hours of Final Fantasy VII remake. You're like, hold up a minute. This is this is going off the rails. You know what I mean? Did they say we got to address the elephant in the room here real quick? Uh Oh, Sean. No, I never played that shit. (laughs) No. All right. So I had I had a news. 
I had a PSP. I enjoyed uh-huh. it. I remember that game coming out. And at that time, uh-huh. I was still of the mindset where mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan. So it you have a Vita with PlayStation portable games on it. You can go back and try it. You have a PSP Go. I could do a lot of things in life, but I choose not to. So here's what you got to do, Sean. <laughs> You're, you played through Remake. You got you got to get this game when it drops. Do I? You do. You I mean, do. I probably unless will. It's, unless it's completely broke. Like, if it comes out I and mean, the reviews are like, this game just d- demolished, don't buy it. I mean, it's it. a yeah, very but... goofy game, Sean. It's by well, no means a serious Final Fantasy game. Zach oh, says some oh, of the whoa, dumbest whoa, lines whoa, of the block squares whoa. written in the modern era. He does. They, they have these flip phones. I shit you not. He, like, per- <laughs> people like people like they call Sifros sometimes like what's the mission Sifros like what the f- I, oh am i glitched out I'm yeah. sorry, okay. zach's a good zach's a good character I'm on zach's phone bro that's what's happening yeah i'm on zach's phone zach's a good character oh he's not yeah he is he's a good character <laughs> see there's one of the he's lines of that right character. there bbq oh. just posted one of the lines that zach actually says me gungaga what the me, gang- is he talking about don't you feel like they're gonna update some of that stuff nope that's that's, that's what i want you that's cannot you cannot Chris's get core. rid of me gungaga you cannot the charm of Crisis Core is that Zack is basically a normal guy stuck in an anime, and the game is aware of that, so it just goes batshit nuts. And Zack is you sitting there saying to yourself, what the hell is going on with these people? Well, I'm such a huge anime fan, this sounds right up my alley. Well, pretend you're the cashier at GameStop, and you have a bunch of weeboo pieces of shit coming in to buy games. <laughs> I would I would make Damn the other me. cashier talk to them, because I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Shot, what if you end up playing like this new dot hack game, I fucking no, it's all right. Let, Zach, let, let him watch Jurassic Park Zach, like the 30 million time. Zach is a he's a tragic character. He wanted to be the hero of the story the whole way through. Well, powers way out of his reach. We're fighting in front of him. And then at the end, he makes the ultimate sacrifice to protect Cloud, who is suffering from Mako poisoning. And then as he's doing his dying breath, he says, Cloud, you're my living legacy now. He gives him the buster sword. And then as Cloud is trudging off towards Midgar, he looks up at the sky, gets pulled up by Angeal, and he asked the player at the end, would you say I became a hero? Credits. Sean has no heart. Well, he doesn't care. Sean, so Sean doesn't I, need to I'm serious. Now. When, when we all beat Crisis Core, or if we beat Crisis Core, I kind of want to do a spoiler cast or something, group review on my channel, just because I'd be curious how it plays. I want to do like a group group review of that game because i love it i want to just sit down and do a whole podcast about that it. what you mean we can do it yeah, right, right now well but but i'm curious about i'm key yeah, spoiler cast yeah, is wrong term. I'm, I want to see the new game <laughs> yeah i want to see the new gameplay and i want to see what sean thinks of it because he's well, gonna buy it because he's a dumb nintendo simp and then uh it'll be real fun to talk about we'll see sean now he's alive in remake he's alive yeah, he's, now we're not going with that timeline anymore he's alive <laughs> That, that ending is going to mean nothing eventually. The game got in the mood. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. It's a good. It's a good ending though. It's up can there with. Uh, about... It's up there with. It's up there with the boss from Metal Gear Solid Three. Can we talk about how there's a Switch version of this game that yeah. uh, is a little surprising to me? And, it, and based on at least the trailer that they showed, it looks pretty good. Let me ask you this, right? MG, yeah. What's more surprising, the Xbox version or the Switch version? Mm, I think they're both equally surprising okay. in different okay. ways. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yep. I th- I don't think the Switch version is surprising because I feel like Square is like, let's get it on there. It's it doesn't look like it's it's not Final Fantasy Seven like Rebirth level or anything like that. But they're probably like let's 
let's just let's try to get it on there because they don't have the deal for Sony, I'm sure, for it. But where Enix yeah. has been all the Final Fantasy games, old Final Fantasy games that are remastered or brought back are all on Switch and Xbox. So yeah, but this mm-hmm. is kind of a different level yeah. of remaster, though. I guess it's a lot more work. It looks like yeah. at least it looks I mean, this is just a higher end remaster than what we saw at Final Fantasy VIII. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I guess like you can say like, let's say like Trials of Mana, for example. I know it's not Final Fantasy, but like Trials of Mana, that's a remake of Second Nintendo 3. And that's not on Xbox, but it's on Switch and PlayStation 4. So, I mean, Square Enix always puts out these older games that are like remastered or remade. Like those of all either came to Xbox and Switch. I guess. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of used to it. So some people in the chat are saying it could be the cloud version on Switch. There's no, I don't think that's accurate. They would have like, to have said it. No, they would have said it, right? Yeah, if, yeah they would have disclosed that. They would have disclosed yeah. that, like, they I mean, could conveniently leave it out. I mean, they they, they can't. Ooh. I actually look if back. If they do, this, there'll this, be yeah, videos. In Japan, made. they can't. They have to disclose if it's a cloud version. Um, yeah. yeah, and I get this I'm, a lot. People were saying that to me, like they they could say it later. But I went back and looked at every single announcement, and every single announcement that have had a cloud version, they either say persistent online connection, it's in the actual trailer, or it's in the information on the website afterwards. They did do so, that with Kingdom Hearts too. Is no one they? else like? realize that they that, said it right there it was like yeah they said it right now. away what yeah. and what all does the that other ones say right now about third party and switch if people immediately go it's gotta be a cloud version it has to be like, right know, that's that's no, not good that's not good at all uh like what I'm about like buy- midnight sun that's another one I, I feel like people are looking at it's like that's not coming out with the others is that gonna turn into a cloud version too it would, that's just like you had to say it was a cloud they can't they uh can't they can either they could be like look it's either cloud or we cancel it and people are be like well I don't know. That, that oh, is no, a little a concerning, game. but a we'll damn see. shame. <laughs> it's an XCOM card game. <laughs> I mean, anyway, it'll just come out later. Like Doom Eternal yeah. came out later, or some other, all yeah. the other games that came out later, or whatever. But yeah, it's not a. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem to me like if, if they can do Trials of Mana remake and that that turns out to be just fine. Like the game doesn't look. People are overestimating how like if you go and look at the screenshots, go look at the screenshots. You know, like people are kind of. Yeah, it's it's like not it's not remake. It's not Final Fantasy VII remake. It's not that. No, but, it's not even. Yeah. It, it looks like a really highly high quality, like maybe PS3 level type of game, maybe somewhere in that range with, with some newer tech, obviously better. Yeah, they're smoothing like it out. Yeah, yeah stuff, smoothing yeah. it out. So it's not anything crazy. But when you see it in motion, it looks a lot better than what it actually is. Like when you reminds me of the it. reminds me of um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 HD. It also looked there. like it was running mm-hmm. at 60 as well. Wait a minute, that's which... cloud. Oh, yeah, it's running at 60, <laughs> definitely on the PS5 and Xbox. I, I think it's probably yeah. going to run at 30 frames on, on Switch. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm confused because some of those assets, like his sword, that looked like the exact Buster Sword asset from FF7 Remake, like dings it all. So it definitely feels like the next-gen versions. I don't know. I, I'm going to be curious. Thing where what... they merge, they try to merge cinematics with the gameplay, yeah. and, like try to be very seamless with the camera cuts and all that. So I, yeah, it'll be interesting. But the 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 big, big reveal, obviously, to say, save for the end, is we got a lot more information about Final Fantasy VII, the, the remake, than what I, we were expecting, I think. Like, we might have been like, all right, we'll see like a little teaser or something. They just outlined the roadmap. They're like, here's our plan. Uh, Final Fantasy VII re- Rebirth. So it's not remake part one, two, three, four, whatever. They're just going to have a different name for each one. And it's just going to flow into a trilogy. So it is and, not. And it will start parts. with Ari again. They're going to continue yeah. with this remake reunion rebirth type of trend. So the third one will be called something with re revenge, revenge. revolution, revolution. <laughs> reloaded resurrection. <laughs> It, uh, oh, it, it might based on okay so if we have disc one disc two di- 
It, it could be, be resurrection. resurrection. I was thinking reunion before they used it for Crisis Core ah. because it made sense in the grand scheme. But resurrection makes sense because I still think well, it's going to be revenge. Is it? Is it a spoiler to talk about the end of Final Fantasy Seven? Things twenty. No, because it's not going to happen in this game. But I, I feel like they're still going to follow the idea of um, yeah. the when did this game come out yeah but when did Aerith the game come is out not going to be the one 90s <laughs> exactly yeah 1997 Aerith isn't going to die what i think she is Spoiler well I, they, I feel they, like i feel like she's going to get saved but then it still happens i feel like, like she dies all the way at the end like she I'll, is like the like, last well, you know who's going to die yeah. you know who's yeah. going to die it's not going to be Aerith. it's going to be cloud it's going to be cloud cloud no. No, I, because zach is Zach is the true cloud. Oh, what if, I mean, Zach if we take kills that, cloud? Zach is going to oh. be the new main lead. Cloud is going to die. I don't like that thought. Because think well, of no. what happens. We know Sephiroth wants to correct the timeline. When Aerith dies and someone's holy, she becomes everything Sephiroth. Like, she becomes more powerful by dying. Sephiroth yeah. is not well, going to make that mistake by killing her this time. She no, I, I, cloud <laughs> dies. And what if, we're going to have the same story beats. It's what, just if not they the, what if they went off the rails though? What if the big baddie was was Genesis and then all of a sudden Sephiroth's like, we gotta team up, and then Sephiroth becomes a good guy, and then Sephiroth sacrifices himself, and then everybody's like, What the heck? Hey. Sephiroth's a yeah. good guy. Now. That's fan fiction. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, for it. so my my Go ahead, Max. I wanna say my honest theory is that I think what's gonna happen is I don't think we're gonna I think Zach is stuck in another universe. I think there's gonna be big chunks of this game where we're gonna play as Zach, and that'll be the way that they can have, you know, a character that starts back at level one while our other characters are keep leveling up. Uh and I think we're gonna see an alternate timeline, but I think the whole shtick is I think they're gonna end up choosing that Aerith does need to die. They're gonna almost have to reenact the original timeline and make sure that that still carries out. And then I think the third game is gonna be called Revenge because like they're the gonna idea of her like of merging the with the planet or something crazy happening yeah, at the end. Think of the sequences in remake. Well, she part did, one, yeah. Where the Arbiter of Fate shows those glimpses to them. She's aware of her death. So well, they she prevented. No, but 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 they're gonna realize that's what's needed. Like if I told you, like, all right, we have to do nine eleven, but we'll get all this good stuff afterward. <laughs> this is a terrible <laughs> analogy. Yeah, not <laughs> okay. You have to have bad things. But like, so like knows what happens by killing her, so he's not gonna do it again. He already knows. We already know we have Advent Children Sephiroth. He knows that yeah. by killing her well, or even Zach, because eventually they're gonna come, you know, together and the ultimate timeline is that you're going to be the thing that causes me to fail. Yeah, I'm going to leave you yeah. alone. It's Cloud the, it's the Donnie the Darko conundrum. Me. I'm going to get rid of Cloud early on. He's getting gutted in the second game. So, well, that does I, I the, think uh, they, go, go click. No, I was just, yeah, I think they're going to have more moments, kind of like what you had towards the end of remake where like maybe Aerith can kind of sense zach a little bit because she had that moment right where she like mm -hmm. hesitated when like they passed each other and like the the same like well, she... in two different dimensions kind of thing i think yeah. there might be more exchanges like that where like they can feel off like they feel each other but like they, they well she don't. could she sensed she sensed when he died too yeah yeah so oh. i uh i i the thing that's really interesting though it is three parts and it it looks like this relationship between square and sony is is much deeper than we originally thought because there was the idea that it was a, a year timed exclusivity for console. That's not the case, obviously. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be Sony continuing along with Square. Eventually, I guess the rebirth will go to PC and then so on. So it, it there will not have an Xbox version, which seemed to surprise people online, I feel like. Although after it didn't show up on Xbox a year later, it seemed like 
it was kind of a lock that Sony and Square were going to Sony's be funding a good bit of this. I'm shocked, man. Like, I'm shocked because let's face it. If you looked at the sales numbers of part one, remake part one did not probably sell as much as Square Enix wanted. I'm shocked. They were probably looking for 10 million out of that. And it was like five or six million. Yeah. Yeah. Five million. So yeah. Sony gave them a bag. I don't think they care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of my theory is that's also why I think that this was originally going to be five parts. But since the first one didn't sell very much, they're going to sum it up to a trilogy. I almost wonder if this project started smaller than it is now and then sony came in and was like yo let's fund this and square was like how far do you want to take this thing mm-hmm. and uh, uh here we are now with three you don't think so you don't think they because this looks very final expensive. fantasy 7 is basically i mean that was square's huge thing that's one of their most iconic entries to the franchise it yeah, was a huge true. seller on the playstation one cloud is iconic they want to recreate cloud with lightning and final fantasy 13 that did not go as planned did not. but when you think of final fantasy you think of cloud hmm. you don't think what other character from the franchise do you think of sid <laughs> sid. uh 13 although oh god yeah sid's good too sephiroth sephiroth everyone thinks so. see they're all from final fantasy 7 sephiroth except uh, for sid he's squall. in every final fantasy obviously, ever made obviously squall Duh. or titus titus come on man. come on get with the program noctus <laughs> Really? You just said Noctis? I like I like 10 Noctis. million sold. What's up now? <laughs> uh, it was a good presentation by Square. It's quick, to the point. 10 minutes long. No complaints. Do more of those. Right. Let's, uh, let's move to Xbox Showcase. I've gone through this a few times now and it always ends up being like 90 minutes long there's one i did with kofi and it was like 90 minutes of this thing and i'm like this is going to be a long time again if i try to go through each one i highlighted some if i miss one that you guys really like feel free to mention it starting with redfall we got gameplay loved it you did okay 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 good unironically i think it looks great i love co-op shooters that looks absolutely my style more information came out about this. Apparently, you can play through it completely single player if you want. It's uh, narrative driven more so than what they showed. I was thinking it'd be more like a Left 4 Dead or Back for Blood. I may have been wrong. So I will hold out hope that Arcane pulls this one off. So uh, good good at least see Red Redfall in action. Still no date on it, but I, I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon. They'll they'll hold off until it's absolutely ready. Hollow Knight Silk Song. No one was going to expect this until it got leaked out by the snitch. And like anyone expected this, Hollow Knight was always like related to Nintendo for a lot of predictions. Nate, are you the snitch? <laughs> oh yeah, we should. Yeah, Nate, are you the? We should get this on. We should get this on video. Snitch on yourself, Nate. Are you the snitch? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nate. You know you sound like Joey Ramone. By the way, From watch the a Ramone's room. interview, and you sound exactly like him. Uh, that's, a, that's a high compliment thank you hollow knight silk song though that was that was a good reveal let's say we've got more gameplay of it and all of this and uh it's coming to game pass day one so team cherry got the bag three or four people got got the big check so hey good for them high on life this was actually a game that surprised me a bit and i think it looks really good it's a rick and morty right. one right yeah, yeah. i yeah. i like the gun like joey ramon <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> I uh, I was a little surprised on this one. They showed it and then they talked about it in the extended gameplay. It's going to be like a Metroidvania style. Yeah. Uh, and I think it looks very colorful. It's it's interesting with some of the visuals they have. And the commentary is like the strongest part of it, apparently, like where they're going to do more adult humor in games. So yeah. I I like what they showed. I, I think the guns and the weapons are interesting with the the talking like pistol or the knife that'll tell you to just keep stabbing stop, people. Stop, and, stop, yeah. stop. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to keep an eye on this one. It's it's coming out this year. Was it mm. October? Yeah, October going right into Game Pass. I mean, what do we what do we think it is though? I think it's like a it's like a five, six hour game. And then I don't think it's, it's gonna be super long, no. Yeah. Um I didn't like the talking gun. You didn't? No. I thought this I, would have been I, right I up your like, alley, Sean. It has your kind of humor to it. No, it's too Rick and Morty-ish. Like I don't I don't think Rick and Morty is, is all that funny. Like I think it's okay. But yeah, mm. it, it's it's too much. It, it's too overbearing. I felt the humor. Okay. You Just find something too overbearing? <laughs> yes. You? Okay, chief. Uh, let's. Uh, you know what? It, we, people said we had to bring this up. I think OJ did. We got hey, Forza Motorsport. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, they showed off real time ray tracing on track, which, by the way, is uh, is is actually a pretty big deal. Then they had to say it again. Yes, it's actual ray tracing being used on track not in 30 frames per second replay mode which definitely took some shots at at uh at gran turismo there dynamic time of day the temperature is going to change along with that time of day so the track conditions will be altering pretty frequently because some of those races in forza go on for a long time car damage as well sean full car damage uh 2023 though well, there, there's like somebody just mentioned that actually wasn't an Xbox. That was a PC version that they shown, which I yes. thought was kind of in, in the press release. They mentioned that the settings would be reflective of an Xbox as well. But just show it on the Xbox. I don't I think they it. always they show a lot of this stuff on PC. But like, like, that's like just how game, they do it. A game like Ask that. MBG. <laughs> or yeah, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 16. All those trailers have been recorded on PC, I think. Yeah. So uh, that's just how it is. It's just I, I assume MBG. It's easier to just say, look, it's already here. Let's just. Yeah, plus you're also showing the best version of the game. And yes, I, I get I, I get Sean's point, And in many ways, I agree, because you, if you want to show if you're doing an Xbox showcase, then you should show the Xbox version. Right. But yep. um, there's many reasons why they probably didn't do that. But at the end of the day, most companies will just show a PC version because that is the best version of the game. I think they also referenced it was it allowed them to do the single camera shot that they wanted to do for the gameplay demo that was easier to capture on a PC than it would have been on native Xbox hardware. Yep. So it could have just been the tool sets that they had. Okay. Okay. Hey, you know what? I, either way, car games look ridiculous now anyway, either, no matter how you go with it. I mean, Forza, I'm sure is going to set a new standard because this, I didn't realize it's been like five years since the last Forza game came out. I wonder if, they're they're given more seven, uh, if they've given more triangles to like the, the crowd. Cause you know how the crowd. Oh yeah. Right. Poly. yeah. PlayStation yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's Christmas seven is just uh, very disappointing if you like those kind of games for a lot of people. So they have a chance. They have a chance. You're ready for Forza, Sean. You're I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. I'm definitely okay. ready for it. Okay. Okay. Very I good. need something different because Gran Turismo seven just it, 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 Gran Turismo seven has a very Halo ish problem where it's like all this stuff from previous games isn't there, and it's like okay. Thanks. I, I'm a little I am a little surprised that it, it's in the 2023, though. I will say that I, I 
was almost positive we'd see this this holiday, but I, that's the only letdown for me. I think it looks fantastic. I wish we were playing it. I'm going back and playing Forza Horizon 5 more for the first time, really. And uh, yeah, I wish we had motorsport right now. I'm going to move down through a bunch of reveals. Uh, this did include Fallout 76. I will say Flight Simulator, though, because the Halo Pelican for MVG. So there you go. Sure. Gotcha, MVG. Uh, they Overwatch 2. October 4th, early access. Free to play. Here New hero. Yep. Uh, they did show Flintlock, which looked kind of interesting. Third person action and kind of stood out from a lot of what we've been seeing from Xbox recently. Almost Uncharted-ish, sort of. Uh, and I moved past As Dusk Falls because Sean said it made him sick. I want to bring that up again. Oh, my God. What were... Just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was... Like, I was like, am I... It, did I take some mushrooms or something? Like, why does this game look yeah. like this? Is there something wrong with the game? Yeah. Who, th who thought that was a good decision? I, it's weird. It's overly artsy, but someone had to fuck it up. Pen uh, then we have Pentiment, Narrative Venture from Obsidian. It is an Xbox release this year, so don't really know if it's for everyone, though, from what they showed. So I, they, apparently storytelling was good for this kind of game. So we'll see if it gets an audience in Game Pass. Diablo 4, though. Mm, Diablo yeah. 4 looks very good. <laughs> very yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, they described it with, uh, oh, they showed off the Necromancer class. Had a big reveal. Yeah. Uh, beta signups going live. Fully realized open world. 150 dungeons, strongholds. She'll reclaim. World boss, a shared world. Crossplay. Couch co-op. 2023. Uh, mm -hmm. Much easier to get excited for this game over Diablo Immortal. So, yeah. I, some people are afraid though because some of those ideas in immortal feel like they were made for a bigger game and uh people also notice they lied in a lot of interviews where they would be like oh you can't buy progression in immortal but you buy a key that basically gives you progression so people are like all right whatever they say in these interviews about monetization for diablo 4 don't believe it yeah they they seem to try to say hey we'll do expansions down the road like usual and we'll do cosmetics so yeah, I think people are just much more aware of what happened with Diablo Immortal, so they're going to be a little hesitant with that. Uh, but from what they've shown, it looks good. I think you could have a blast with it, and uh, I'll be playing Diablo 4 quite a bit next year. I think it'll be fun oh. to team up and do all kinds of cool stuff. I know you guys aren't big Riot gamers, but did you talk about literally like all of the Riot games coming over? And like it's, League and Valorant having all of their heroes unlocked. Apparently, that's that's a thing. Okay, so they're what they're going to yeah. do with that is they're 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 going to give you benefits in Game Pass where you just have this stuff you normally have to buy. Is my understanding? Uh, There's going to unlock it. Well, it's, it's, like, it's either it's either a mix of buying or putting like a crap ton of hours into the game to oh. unlock these 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 uh, for for League. I mean, it's hundreds. Oh. Yeah, somebody characters. somebody calculate. It's seven hundred and eighty dollars to unlock this Ooh. content. Yeah, wow. and, and Valorant and that that you can only play through through games and experience. So that's like hmm. probably ten hours of gaming right there. But no, that's a big deal. Bringing everything over. That was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did mark down Wolong Fall, Fallen Dynasty. I wish we had gameplay of that because uh, it's it is kind of cool to see Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo show up with a new IP like this uh, and kind of I guess imagine more like a Neo, maybe a bit more fast paced. But it is in the. Uh, Dinosaurs universe? Am I thinking right? Kingdom. Three kingdoms. Three kingdoms, thank you. Uh, but hey, from what they showed there with the cinematic, looks like it's got a cool art direction. So I'll just keep an eye on this. It, that's coming out early 2023. The thing that's weird about that is I figured they would have had gameplay if it's coming out that soon. They have the, the Bloodborne like 
director producer that's yeah. making the game as well i think that what they showed wasn't it i'm pretty sure it was in game right what they showed some of i the, mean like the... like we got extended gameplay for some of these games here but i didn't see that like i was looking for them to just be like here's five minutes of us just playing the game to show you some of the stuff combos parry day one too yeah yeah it's gonna be on all pla- uh, it's gonna be on playstation and pc and all that too but yeah going into game pass day one so yeah there you, there you go they did show and this is the part that i got really confused about because at the beginning of the show they said hey we're going to show you stuff that's coming out in the next 12 months uh i i guess hideo kojima is releasing in 12 months so no. they, they, should, no. they showed him on no. screen oh, to be fair they didn't announce a uh, they didn't announce a, uh, a game here but Kojima shows up, Phil Spencer all excited to show to show that they have a partnership with him to create a game that will leverage the power of the cloud. I assume similar to how Flight Simulator does it, where that draws out the the landscape and things that are happening in the real world will appear in the game. Uh, terrible mistake, by the way, to give Kojima this kind of power. So uh, good luck to all of us when he creates Ultron in three years. Right. <laughs> he's going to be reading my emails or something. Dude, some of the stuff that they had, the concepts they had for him, apparently with like a Silent Hill game way back when is uh, a little alarming. So and just remember, Azure's hooked up to a lot of a lot of stuff. So uh, it'll be I, it'll be kind of interesting to see what Kojima. Apparently, this is a game he's been thinking about for a long time, and he even went as far as to go to Stadia to try to get it done. So that tells you. That tells you uh, how how much he wanted to do this. Uh, he says it'll be very challenging, but it's going to be a while. So I'm thinking like 2025, 2026. Because when he when he showed up, he did this exact same thing with Sony, by the way, with Andrew House on a where he sat on the couch with him. They shook hands. Hey, we're doing Kojima Productions and we're making a game of PlayStation. Three years later, we got Death Stranding. So that thinking about that timeline. And we did have. Actually, I'm going to save that for the next time. Starfield. Let's talk about Starfield for a minute. Mm-hmm. They showed Starfield. And I saw some mixed reactions for this one. I, You know, I was trying to figure out what people thought Starfield was going to be. I, I think I kind of feel like the hype got so out of control for the Starfield reveal that no one really even knew what they wanted it to be in the first place. I was picturing Fallout in space. Yeah. That's kind of what they showed. So That's I'm like, exactly what they yeah, showed. <laughs> that looks about right. I think MVG said it correctly when it's like, I wasn't underwhelmed or overwhelmed. You said you're just whelmed or somebody said that. Yeah, yeah I, th- That's I, right. will, I will say at the time, um, I, it was, I, it wasn't really connecting with me, mm-hmm. but I will say that I did go back and watch the 4k um, cinematic or the, the trailer after the fact the next day. And I think it looks pretty good. Like I was pretty happy with, with what, what they showed. So my, I'm feeling a little more hyped about Starfield again because at the time, yeah, it was kind of mid for me when I when when they showed it because like I wasn't really feeling yeah. it. I don't know why. Like, um, maybe it was just the way that they presented it. It didn't really connect with me in the way that I thought. It would. But as a, when they when they yeah when I saw it again in 4K, yeah. I was like, yeah, this this is I, I get what they what they're doing here. As a Discord 4K question, really. Sorry, go ahead. As a Discord question, we do have someone asking whether, would, do we think it's going to play more like No Man's Sky or more like The Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, I, I, I would say The Outer like Worlds. Yeah. 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 Click on the question about 4K. 
I was going to say, does 4K make it that big of a difference, though? Like, if, for example, for people who can't play it in 4K, would that would that truly change the experience for them and trying to understand their vision? I think it's the compression with the stream, yeah, too, though. Th that it's was my, my issue, because like, it looked a little janky, like, when they showed it. Um, and yeah. I think it was just the compression and stuff at the time. So I wanted mm -hmm. to just see it again. Um, and it does look a lot cleaner. But, yeah, I mean, tech-wise, tech it's definitely a step up from the creation engine that we saw previously on Fallout. Uh, Fallout mm -hmm. 76 the creation engine they've been using yeah, yeah. Mm. but I mean it's still a Bethesda game right like it, yeah. you know th there's always going to be that jank associated with, with oh, yeah. a game like what's that what's weird you know? to me is they they obviously did like because they, they talked about doing photogrammetry for the, the landscapes the characters do look a little off because they yep. don't look as good as the landscapes. Yeah. That's the thing I noticed. I'm like, the, the character looks like a generation behind what the landscapes are. It so like a Bethesda character to me. Yeah, it reminds me of Fallen exactly. 4. I, exactly. I literally like, I saw it and I didn't yeah. say anything, but yeah. I, I think the biggest thing for me is I didn't like the way the gunplay really looked. I think the collecting yeah. and the resources and building outposts and stuff, I think that'll be cool. It's a very like solitary kind of experience. The the combat to me like was kind of eh. What I really wanted yeah. to see was can we fly in space? And then I saw that and I was like, that looks really fun. But then of course there's the follow up of there's no seamless transition. Yeah, between that one was a little weird. And, and that just like is a real bummer to me because like even for as not good the game was, but that's something that I really liked about Starlink. I think there, that was something that yeah. really no well. No Sky was. does it. There, there is a thought yeah. about that though, because in yeah. No Man's Sky, okay, you do on. spend a major percentage of your time flying in space, leaving atmosphere and then going back into it. You like can, it's, so it's kind of a waste. Do you really, do you want kind of like that? I don't know. I personally would like that immersion a little bit. It, I don't want it adds to screen. it. Well, mean, so I, the first 10 I, times, probably when you're doing it for your thousands time, it probably won't feel well, as good. But, you don't yeah. have but to make a long process. Just make the first time dramatic. You know, have it be a title screen or You just don't want like there that. to be a camera cut. You want it to be like, whoosh, like just yeah. completely up in the yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you, okay. can, you can speed it up. I made a video this week that, that some people got mad about, but it got good views, so I don't care. But I basically said some people hate Starfield, and I looked at because it felt like a lot of people on Twitter were very disappointed in general because yeah. it doesn't doesn't look next-gen to me. I mean, I'm glad I have my Xbox Series X. I have a lot of very good-looking Xbox Series X games, but Starfield isn't going to be one of them. And I am personally sad about, like, replaying Skyrim recently that Skyrim has such a good world progression going into cities for the first time picking up quests all that has this interesting sense of growth uh and I don't know if Starfield's going to have that since it's going to have a thousand planets most of which are procedurally generated I feel like a lot of it's just going to be flying around looking for shit that's to do a, that's the big question they said there's a thousand planets and I thought of that and I said wow that feels like you're going to find a, like planets that just have nothing like yeah, it's just, a, it's a just rock there. Yeah. I think one of the one of the things is when you look at Bethesda games for you know past decade plus longer than that, they all kind of look the same. You know, they all have very mm. very distinct similarities, and the, mostly because they were you know just new. They you know you had your Elder Scrolls. Um, your oblivions and then you had your fallouts and they both were similar you know they they did a lot of things similar but they also came up along the same time so it kind of made sense and i think for some people it's kind of like well is this what bethesda is going to do for all their you know games like this like could this i think some people wanted this to be sort of the jump off point where they tried something a little bit different something new. And, i agree and oh yeah definitely looks 
it looks and you know that's not i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying that's what it is it looks very it's essentially fallout in space and i think for mm-hmm. some people maybe they were hoping for a little bit of deviation from mm. that yeah okay okay uh, i mean it's sometime next year i this could be i thought about this could be a game that ends up in like the later half of the year it's very possible I'd like to think it's think first so? half. I thought it was still uh, going to be. I don't know. I don't we're talking about it. This is. I, I mean, this sounds like it's going to be a big game. So it's like, you know, if you ever, I, I, this game has been in development for five years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think that, but that's the game. Still chugging. Me, at least it's like uh, they always play way better if you just give it some time. Yeah, it's because the community mm-hmm. fixes them. Yeah, so like, I think that maybe when the game launches, it's not going to be anything. Like, it's going to be good, but if you wait like a year and there's like the special edition, or it was like the definitive or like game of the year edition, mm-hmm. that one's going to be the one that's going to be like, oh, snap, they, they fixed everything. They did this. They did that. That's how I feel because I used to be huge, huge into Skyrim. I'm not, not so much anymore, but I used to love Fallout and all that. And uh, that's kind of how I felt with like the game of the year edition with Fallout and all the stuff before back when I used to play them. So I think. I think eventually the game will be really, really, really good. And it'll be re-released a million times over again, just like Skyrim and Fallout. So. It's it's definitely a game you're going to get. And they're going to be like, you can spend hundreds of hours in this easily. So yeah. it's... I think, I think people... I think it's going to... I think when the game comes out, people are going to really like it a lot. And it's going to get like a lot of traction. Even mm-hmm. if it has its issues, people are still going to play the hell out of it. Because it, I mean, Bethesda, it always happens. Game Pass, baby. Even, yeah, even Fallout 76. Fallout 76 has even found its audience. That game was trash when yeah. it launched. Even, even that kind of had this audience. Yeah. They sent out Moldy Helmets. Yeah. They did. They Elder did. Scrolls Online, that game, at first it launched, it was like, eh. And then not all yeah. of a sudden people play the hell out of it. So they, I they guess, always find their audience. With I guess it's weird, though, is that Bethesda now is becoming synonymous with the wait and see model. You know, it's like even the best Bethesda games, like, wow, that looks pretty good. Well, see you in a year. It's kind of weird. that uh, As long as it yeah. gets done eventually. I mean, that I guess. Yeah, I I, I think the game Max is going to be destroyed. I, Bethesda got him. Uh, Todd Howard <laughs> shut off his like, ISP. Well, it'll eventually be good, and I'll eventually be gone off this podcast. I think, so I think the game. I think the game is going to be good when it drops. Though. I, I think it'll go over well, and people will enjoy it. So. It's going to be a solid eight point five. There you go. Yeah. That'll get rated higher. <laughs> Probably. Uh, call out, uh, call out for. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at the. We're gonna go over this next. Uh, this next announcement real quick and actually evan you can you can follow it up right away with that discord question because they did bless you i broke my i tried to learn to do front flips as a kid and i shattered pretty much every bone of my nose so when i sneeze i hold it in if i scratch up my nose there's always white zigzags it's because i shattered i never fixed it i just have a broken nose forever they did they did announce that Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are heading to Xbox and Game Pass starting October 21st with Persona 5 Royal. It was also followed up that Persona 4 Golden is going to PlayStation as well as P3 Portable. It was kind of all over the place. It was weird. They had multiple press releases just for each PlayStation system almost. Atlas, just be an Atlas. That's Atlas all. That's all it is. Be, be an Atlas. But I will say Xbox with Persona, that's dope because of the... Um, this uh, what was it the quick resume feature for persona 5 Royal? Sure. you're gonna you're gonna need it for for all those games you're probably gonna want it or need it uh, so that'll be you good wanna, you want to follow up with the question as well for persona evan so will persona ports show up in the next direct or does sega and atlas really not want to sell these games on the most popular platform in their home region hey, i think i think they're in the direct oh at least 
Hey, Nate, what mm-hmm. do you think? Nate? That's the weird thing, because Nate's asking some mysterious questions over there think, on Twitter. Nate? What do you think, man? Persona 3 and Persona 4 Golden are coming to Switch. That's not what I'm no. questioning. That's not what I'm questioning. I'm Persona questioning 5. I do not have confirmation mm. of. The other two, I do. Whether or not they're in the direct, that's for Nintendo and Atlas and Sega's marketing to determine. They may not have it in the direct because those two games are 2023. They may wait you know, until those are closer to release to announce. But they definitely could be in the direct, but there's no guarantee. It's already weird that like they're announced for Xbox before Switch. That's already weird. Money uh, talks. If yeah, it's yeah. not on the direct, in the direct, that's even weirder that it's like, oh, it's going to Xbox, but not Switch yet. Uh, five is the one I'm really curious about. Three portable and golden, I think, are like, yeah, that's definitely happening. A lot of people feel that it's not, man. You'll be surprised. People of you know that feel that mm. it's not or that it wasn't going to happen. Like the videos that I made before about these games coming out, people are like, no, no, it's not happening. Atlas isn't going to do it, you know? So It'll play great a as a cloud doubt. version. Yeah, or yeah, or, version. <laughs> or so, something. Some people. Oh. oh my god, you'll be surprised how skeptical people can be with Persona because of Atlas, because of how Atlas. Dude, that would be crazy if they had Persona Five and it like had the logo up with the Switch and then it just said Cloud version right underneath. Oh it. my like, god, oh, that would, would be crazy. It. I would love it just for the mental breakdowns. Oh happen. no, would be very, but that'd be dumb. Why would they? Oh, that seems like a bad idea. It seems like an Atlas movie. Fingers crossed, baby. Fingers <laughs> oh, crossed. Atlas doesn't have any. They don't have any cloud games. I don't think they have any cloud games at all. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> now they usually they just don't do it like just like yeah eh, we're not gonna like soul hackers too they're just not gonna do it it's like oh okay I, I guess um so i i feel like i feel like it's gonna be there like it, at least two of them are gonna be in the direct just to get that announcement out there uh although I, the fact that they have press releases for each version is weird um but it's uh it's it's long overdue atlas needs to get with the program here with their persona stuff that should be it's, a massive series right now. I mean, it's already big, but it should be even bigger. So, well, and it's free money. Like, that's the weirdest thing is people are constantly like people have been begging to buy them forever. It's long to get Persona 4 Golden, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to anything other than a Vita. That's uh, so weird. So I feel like it's happening soon. And I hope they have physical copies in mind. Like, I'd love to buy Persona 4 Golden physically on a Switch. That'd be cool. Right. To have Same. that uh so that's now there's no there's no physical right now no they've already confirmed that it's digital oh that's well i wonder if that would be a situation where it gets like released in asia or something and we can import it on the switch maybe there's a physical maybe there's a physical on on switch uh but right now it's confirmed to be digital for xbox and playstation but like persona 5 royal on ps5 is physical it seems and maybe even xbox is physical so Mm, okay okay we'll see with persona 5 royal oh and they also confirmed that it's uh i think it's 60 frames per second the persona i mean it's a turn-based rpg but they they did upgrade it so that's nice good stuff all right very cool very cool and and that obviously leads into the question of persona 6 now since 5 is multi-plat do they just go full on do they do it that it was like what happened we saw with street fighter where this capcom is but like street fighter was uh just playstation and then they said hey we're opening this up to we're just we're just going big with street fighter 6 i just wonder if something similar happens with persona 6 whenever that does happen if they're like we're multi-plat now it's just going to whatever we can get it pc the whole thing day one so i would we, think we, it would matter if xbox is cutting another check honestly I almost wonder if that is a thing. They're like, hey, you want it on there? You, you got to give us some money. <laughs> That's just the way it is. 
I can easily I mean, see it go the opposite of Sony making sure that these games remain exclusive on them for, let's say, five years. Look how ooh. long it took for Persona 5 to come to it another did. platform. It did take a while. Sony's, Sony's writing their own checks. So, mm. I mean, Sony knows the value of Persona on their brand. Mm, so I wouldn't be surprised if they go out of their way to make sure. I, I don't think they wrote. I think Atlas is Atlas. I don't think Sony even wrote a check for Persona 5. I don't think I don't know if they did. I haven't been able to find anything. I don't know if they did. Maybe they did. I don't know. I think it's just Atlas. Just you think we're just trying to explain Atlas's behavior through? I think it's just Sony. Atlas. I think it's just okay. SMT five. Where did Nintendo write a check? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. All I know is that Atlas is weird, man. Like they make super weird decisions. Imagine skipping multiple generations of one of the best rated RPGs of all time. Like that's popular and, and did well. Like. It came out on the freaking PS2. They skipped the PS3. They skipped the PS4. And now we're all in the PS5. Oh, here's Persona 4. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, that's that's just that's just so awkward. And then what's John? You know, like, dude, they were surprised that Persona. F- oh my. Yeah, they were surprised that it sold well. On the I, but they don't have a lot of uh, experience with PC. That's the only thing I can explain it is like they didn't know. So they're like, I, we don't know if this crowd's going to buy know. a $20 version of one of the best RPGs it's, ever made. It's $20. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's uh, <laughs> one of the highest rated turn-based RPGs and it's $20. Yes, people will just... I still oh, wonder... I bought it, I bought it and didn't these, even play it. I still wonder if some of these game companies just believe that on pc everything just gets pirated immediately like i because we see drm with mm-hmm. uh, de novo so heavy-handed in a lot of these things and it's like i maybe they just believe that like one of the reasons that judgment was having such a hard time getting to pcs because they were like they're gonna mod up the main character and that's a likeness that we can't have happen so it's like i almost wonder if that i don't say intimidates them a bit but makes them a bit hesitant to start just moving everything over um but they were surprised and now it looks like they're uh, they're doubling down so it just seems so weird. Like the amount of millions of people who have just been asking it for it on any platform. And then it came to steam and sold well. And they were so shocked. It just feels like, do you not have any market research? Do you not, are you not listening to Twitter? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, like I said, sometimes they can be brilliant, but other times like, you know, I'm not trying to just like crash on Atlas. Like Atlas is, they can be really good. They did a good job of marketing with SMT five, like on the switch. I mean, by itself, that was a really good job of marketing. So like they, they know what they're doing, but just sometimes they just, sometimes they, they hesitate on things. That's all maybe too much or decades. On decades. <laughs> uh, we have discord questions over there, Evan. Uh, yeah, let's see if I can translate this. What are some uh, cartridges with built-in hardware that the Switch simply cannot emulate? He specifically refers hmm. to the, I think, the Kojima game with the uh, the solar pickup. On oh, the, like, yeah, Boktai. Yeah. Um, that, a weird one. Perfect dark on the Game Boy Color, for some reason, didn't want to use the speaker inside the Game Boy itself. So there's a speaker on the cartridge <laughs> that would actually read very, very realistic audio to you. So if you play that game as a as a rom i don't even know how the hell it would work because they tell you what to do how would it do the switch how would the switch do hey you pikachu right c-man well you'd, you would need a microphone you have to hook it up uh, to your cell phone and it would run through the oh, app. i guess they'd be yeah. like you need a headphone so get your phone too yeah use nintendo <laughs> voice chat Oh, good. I, I think Pokemon Stadium, because Pokemon uh, Stadium is still one of the most mind blowing experiences was as a kid after playing Pokemon Red for a year. Pokemon yeah. Stadium just seemed impossible. So I, I want to have that come to Switch hmm. somehow. That would be cool. Have the transfer pack, which there were rumors about that being utilized. 
yeah that's i'm trying to think of anything else that's obvious that's like that pops up that they would use on cartridges i did the nintendo 64 vitality sensor they can't do that i played it it was all right uh you got another question evan advanced wars next direct maybe yeah i hope so i think they're gonna push that thing out the door in december though maybe i mean that thing should have been out a while ago we should we should all beaten it and moved on by now but i think it's coming out in december like they're just gonna push it out at the end of the year yes and i guess on the uh, the same topic any other game boy or game boy advance game that you would like to see remade in that style as ta- uh, ta- advanced hmm. wars yeah Advance Wars, Advance Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm, I liked Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Tactics was good. Yeah. Hmm, a Game Boy Advance game. I mean, I'm taking uh, that Battle Fire Network. Fire Emblem on Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network is one I'd I'd like to see a Battle Network collection. I don't know if Capcom's going to do that because they seem to have forgotten that they have Mega Man. But that's what I would like to see: Battle Network collection. Make it happen, Capcom. Let's talk about actually speaking of which speaking of capcom an event that Mega Man was not at whoa 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 all right go ahead nate let's give us some general thoughts on microsoft's presentation as a whole okay nate what were your overall thoughts on microsoft's presentation and in in its entirety uh-huh. i think what microsoft did it wasn't bad. Where Microsoft failed, and I'm going to critique them first before I give them praise, is that they didn't set the expectation for the show properly. That's Had correct. they come out a week or so ahead of time and relayed the information that they were going to be focusing on 12 months, expectations for the show would have been altered radically, and it would have allowed people to come in with a grounded expectation of what would be there. And I think Microsoft is on track to do something well with that 12-month window in terms of presentation format. If that's their new standard, I applaud them for that, and I hope they continue to go that, you know, go that route. But the problem with the show was, without that expectation already laid, we came into it expecting to see updates on titles like Avowed, Contraband, Hellblade 2, titles that we know are are heavily rumored to be coming out in 2023 and they're just beyond that 12 month mark so if the show went 18 months uh the show is very different because we'd be getting updates on those games and the show felt as though it was a retread of last year's show where it was once again starfield redfall uh dusk we want I, updates on those games that are farther down that roadmap yes. that we have heard about time and time again, but it wasn't within that 12-month window. Uh, you know what? And that's the big flaw of the show. Microsoft has a good foundation moving forward, but the show simply wasn't what the fans were really looking for. I, and we could get this at the Game Awards. We can get this in the future. It's just it was the wrong show at the wrong place. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, Nate. All right. I I might get I might get in trouble with this one, Sean. I don't believe anyone who says that they don't want to see big reveals, even if they're years out. Yeah, I, I agree. don't believe I, anyone when they're like, why did they show it to us? It's not out for two or three. I don't believe it. So Microsoft people get got, excited when Wolverine's claws come out. Well, I don't even got, know what that game's going to gonna be. You have to supplement it. You, suppl- <laughs> yeah. you don't you, you supplement it with games that are coming out. 
and then you do those those big games that are maybe a few years out people will still get excited for it but there's also something mm-hmm. tangible for them to grab onto that's coming in the immediate future so microsoft got re- criticized last year because everything was like a movie trailer that was coming out in 2024 and beyond right they then they listened to the concerns of the community and this is the result of that and i i applaud i, I like nate said i think Overall, it was the right approach, but the communication around it was obviously something they could have done a better job on. Like, even if even if Aaron Greenberg just did a Twitter drop like a week before, saying, "Hey, just to set expectations, the show is going to be the next twelve months," that would have been fine, because a lot of us went in thinking, mm-hmm. "Yes, we're going to see a vow." Like everyone was like, "A vow's going to be there," and then it wasn't right, and we knew straight away as soon as Sarah Bond said that it was the next yeah. twelve months. What's a lot of games that we, right now? yeah, a lot of games that we had just thought about. Are no longer on the table, so mm. I think got- I think that the the twelve month thing was good, mm-hmm. but to Sean's point, I feel like they may they should have just shown like ten minutes worth of, and this is the stuff that's longer term that you guys want updates on, and we'll give them to you, right? So I think that would have really been um a lot uh really beneficial for for the show and and you know that they had to at least somewhat realize that because what was the point of Kojima? Right, exactly. People, uh, pe- people got mad at me. I did a long video where I said uh, I gave it a four out of ten. there, Dreamcast guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Mister uh, Mister <laughs> Controversial. When I by accident, most of my videos not getting downvote bomb. That one, people got real mad though because I gave it a four out of ten. Because my problem was like, I I hate DLC talk. So like, with the fact that this is their big presentation and we saw like Sea of Thieves season seven and Fallout 76 DLC, that stuff killed the pacing. I wish that they'd put extra teasers. Like I do wish that at the end, they just said like, Hey, here's an avowed. Here's, here's a screenshot of fable. Even that would have been something. It was, that's where like, I look at the show. I think the show was good. I think what they showed was well-presented. I like the focus on gameplay. It was just, had they set that expectation earlier on, we would have gone in saying, okay, next 12 months, we would have known not to expect Avowed and updates on those other games. And we would have been able to go and say, we're going to see Redfall. It's going to be a lot of Starfield. We're going to see Forza, you know, Forza. And that would have been fine. To the show itself, it kind of suffered a bit from the syndrome of Summer Game Fest. They could have tightened up the show. It opened strong, ended strong. The middle got a little too fluff, where if they would have gone from 95 minutes, let's say down to 70, I don't think anything that substantial would have been missed. It was all about, you know, sometimes less is more again. And Microsoft could have taken that to heart. I think the show itself on its own merits, if you just took it for what it was, was a good presentation for Microsoft. It just wasn't the show that a lot of people were you know, expecting from them. You know, you know what's weird about this show? The more I've looked at it, did it really feel like an Xbox show? I, I mean, mean, they said Game Pass I mean, 80 had, times. You had yeah, Sarah Bond out there. You had Phil Spencer. You had, yeah, Game Pass was every other word. It but didn't like, feel like a Microsoft show in the sense that we didn't really... It but wasn't. Like you didn't see the Microsoft there. games that you were expecting to yeah, see. Yeah, that's like, yeah. like a Microsoft game where you're like... There's Master Chief. That's yeah. it. Perfect. Like, Perfect. Oh, dark. oh no. Flying There's that game. Aston Martin. <laughs> you got like, the flying yeah, game. They have the fly, flight simulator, MVG simulator. I feel like with yeah. Xbox, we used to be like, yo, there's Marcus Fina. Like they, they'd have yeah. all these, they'd have all these mascots and stuff. We'd immediately go, all right, that's Xbox. I look at them like that. 
that's Bethesda, which obviously is owned by Microsoft now. But it just it's interesting. This presentation, as I've looked at it, it didn't feel as much like an Xbox showcase as I thought it would have when we were all making predictions and talking about it. And maybe that's the 12 month thing you're talking about, Nate. Maybe if they did show uh, so maybe there is another Gears of War project or something like that in in um, in development. Maybe they had something they could have shown for Halo. I'm just trying to think of ways they could have. See, made that feel more like, like that's the thing is that we know the coalition is working on a smaller project not related to gears of war this felt like it would have been the presentation for them to unveil it but then the 12 month rule hit and that was well the game's not going to come out by next june so we're not going to see it here and it was just that shift in tone that kind of changed the atmosphere and the feel of the show and again if they do if they went 18 months and we would have got updates on those big games we have now seen a couple of times. We've seen updates on them. We'd have a we'd be having a totally different conversation. Or you because don't if even... Avowed's there, Hellblade Two is there, Contraband's there. Sure. Wow, that is all of a sudden it's changing everything that you're looking forward to. The Xbox in 2023, all the games we're looking forward to, the games that we have seen are coming out after June 2023. Well, there's been a bunch of rumors that uh, Bioshock 4 is about to be shown at some point. And I know it's all different dev teams, but I'm curious about it. Something like that. Like if you said, hey, these are games that are coming to Xbox at some point in 2023. You know, just a logo of some stuff. I don't know. Not enough. Like, I'm glad that the Josh Sawyer game Pentiment was shown. It's coming out later this year. And as we said, it's not a big game. It's not going to be a game people are like, oh, my God, this is awesome. The writing is going to be fantastic. I can't wait to play that game. Sean's rolling his eyes. The reason I'm okay <laughs> with that game, though, is because it, it, cause it is a different kind of game. You know, they have that variety that they're trying to stack in Game Pass, and that's their plan. Stack Game Pass as much as you can. Um, but, like, to, the, the character, somebody you put on the banner of, like, Game Pass, like, there's definitely Xbox right here. Is it like you put a Lamborghini like for Forza? I, that, I mean, yeah, that's fine because we, we do recognize Forza as I mean, it's been there since the beginning. Um, but man, it just made me realize like, man, Master Chief is in a bad spot right now to where mm. they can't even wheel him out and be like, hey, oof, it's Master Chief. You know, it's like they can't even do that. Now, part of that is because the show kind of ruined him a bit, but like the, he walks uh, out fully nude. Hello. It is. I master chief. I'm actually surprised that halo infinite didn't have like season three talked about it. There was a leak today that talked about forge and it sounds awesome. Yeah. I saw that. You're going to combine weapons. Maybe it's not coming out within the next 12 months. Uh, the word is it's actually coming out sooner than we, we think it is apparently. And it's probably going to be broken when it shows up. Cause it's going to be in like in a beta. But it's going to be out at least. It'll be something different and new. Maybe I can get some of you people to actually sign in and play. I, I haven't installed. I haven't uninstalled it yet. I'll play someday. I play like every other night. Um, but it's still Halo, man. It's still Halo for me. <laughs> is it though? It is. I mean, I've been playing Halo longer. Honestly, longer than some people have been who are watching probably been alive. Um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing Halo for a long time. And I, still I think play. you're I think you're a hopeless romantic for the series. I'm sorry. It might be, it might be. Oh, also, I'm pretty I good mean, at it. That helps. A bit. Eventually, it's gonna. I mean, they have like what a ten year plan for it. So, I mean, oh god, I hate that term. Just in time for year three, crisis. light it on fire, right. send it into space. <sighs> but you know what? I I thought the show for what it was, like you said, Nate, if they communicated twelve months, I'd have been like, oh, they showed games, they showed gameplay. All right, <laughs> I feel like I would have been right in the middle. It wouldn't have blown me away. It wouldn't have disappointed me. I'd have just seen the games and then just kind of moved along. Yeah, I mean. So. When they put out that image in it where they showed, here's what's coming in the next 12 months, all the Game Pass games coming, it was a good lineup. 
like it wasn't a bad lineup of games that they had on display during the showcase. It's just we were expecting a bigger show than what we ended up getting. And that's why if Microsoft does this format moving forward, I I want them to do that. I want to go into next June and mm-hmm. once again the same 12 months out is what I we're going to focus I think it'll be easier, on. though. I think next year is when Microsoft really gets rolling, and I think it'll just be easier because they'll have a lot more stuff yeah, to show. Yeah, in theory, next June, when Microsoft does their showcase, it will be avowed Hellblade 2, Contraband. GoldenEye. <laughs> GoldenEye. Say it. GoldenEye Say is it. great. Banjo. Banjo. Perfect But it's dark. all those games that we have heard about, and we'll finally get the updates that we've been seeking. Yes. But I and just we'll get the like release all, dates and everything. It's always that situation with with Microsoft. Oh, and one more next year. year. Next because they year. bought it, and not all the studios were turnkey. Some of them had to get stuff I mean, done, and now they fair, can. To be fair, this year was supposed to be the biggest year ever for video games, and look where we are. It's not just yeah. Microsoft. Not just. We're Microsoft. still trying to figure out if God of War is coming out this year. And it it's is June. It's coming out this year. Yeah, I know, but we'll they know haven't made it official. It will be very soon. Couple, Kimiko like, was couple supposed weeks. to come out. Look what happened there. Yeah. I mean, they can't even give you a refund on it anymore because they already oh spent gosh. your money. Their office, their big office in California got uh, shut down. Oh, man. Good. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, let's uh, let's move to Capcom. Capcom Showcase. This was pretty good, too. You know, I was big turnaround for Square and Capcom this year from last year where they were. T- it was just terrible last year. Now these are. These presentations were pretty good. Go from Square, even though Sean did have to ask me if the Square presentation happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was all Final Fantasy VII stuff. You played Remake. I know, I beat it. You said you love Final Fantasy VII. It's, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't The presentation to, was just Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> it wasn't enough for me to sink my teeth into it. Nah, bro, you got to simp for it. <laughs> you could have been playing Turtles while you're watching it. It's true. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> gosh. Capcom. You watched Capcom there, Sean. You watched that. The Capcom. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I don't, I don't think I was home or something. Monster Rise Sunbreak demo. It's out. Expansion's coming. Yeah, you go Capcom back, you go was back, what? Sean? Capcom was what? Sunday? A uh, set. Monday. Was no, Monday. Sunday was Xbox. June thirteenth, Monday. Monday. What was yeah. I doing Monday? It was Monday. It was late in the afternoon. Blacked out on your couch or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't back, know. I didn't watch it though. Because yeah. I remember I was looking on my phone to see what happened. Dude, it was so good. I, it blew my mind. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak demo for it. It's out. Uh, what at the end of. I'm not touching. Month. Yeah, I'm not touching the demo yet. I'm just gonna wait till it's out. That'll work. That'll work. Street Fighter Six showed off. Uh, they just showed off more Street Fighter Six. They didn't really have much else. Six Sky was shown off during Summer Games Fest. Uh, they also talked about a Capcom Fighting Collection, which is out June 24th. That's the Fighting Collection. Looks pretty good, by the way. So I have a physical copy for that coming from Amazon. Oh, it's at my grandma's house. Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trailer for Capcom Arcade Second Stadium, July 22nd. Then they got to Exoprimal. No. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it doesn't. It, it looked better this time. Okay, they it showed extended gameplay. There's extended gameplay of it that they posted up where they actually ran through one of the missions. And apparently it's your team versus another team. And occasionally you guys will cross over against large dinosaurs and like... Uh, 
it, it looks like it's just yeah, it's horde mode going through it basically right yeah um, there's and there- it's like a horde mode, so it's like tower defense, horde mode, and then kill target. So it'll like a super dinosaur you have to kill on a level. Is it on Game Pass? I hope I so. I don't think so. I mean, who knows? It could. It could show up on there as we get closer to release. I'd play like, it if it was uh, on Game Pass. Okay. Exo Prime. Well, you get to upgrade your suits and everything. It's kind of like Anthem with wow. dinosaurs. Neat. I don't, there you am go. I, I'm not sure about what I'm allowed to say this. Capcom asked me if I want to play it in like two weeks, so I may I may be making a video playing it super early. Who knows? It's going to be like one level in one suit and one dinosaur, but we'll see. I'll probably try it out. They they did touch on the Dragon's Dogma 10th anniversary stream, which we're just going to say they announced Dragon's Dogma 2, which was a big deal. That was in that NVIDIA leak list. Which, by the way, that NVIDIA leak list is undefeated. And in mm-hmm. fact, it looks like it's going to get another one right with Tactics Ogre. Um, but... Evan, I, I I play Dragon's Dogma a bit, but I didn't get as into I, it, I think, as you I did. I feel like that's the common story is I started playing it and then I stopped. I think, MVG, you said that somewhere on Twitter. We were talking. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those games that's hard to get into, but once you get past a certain point, you start to really see how the game works. And it is actually really good. They did just try to take way too much, I think, at the time from Demon and Dark Souls and all that to try to emulate it and they really should have just paid attention to what the game was later as like the whole thing but it was really cool and since it's re engine i think we saw on the, mm-hmm. the yes, trailer the press release the press release at re engine at the bottom one of the big things about it is you're supposed to be able to scale on monsters and fight them kind of in their own way like climbing on griffins that try to fly away and then hit them in the back of the head to bring them back down to the ground stuff like that so since it's on the re engine and since you know monster hunter exists it should be pretty awesome Dude, hell yeah. Okay, good. I, You know, I would like to see them do a patch for Dark Arisen mm-hmm. for Series X and PS5 to push the visual clarity up and unlock the frame rate, do all these different things. And maybe they will. I don't know if that, that'd, be, that'd be good. Because you pop in the PS4 disc now for Dark Arisen and the PS5, and I think you have backwards compatible for the Xbox Series. And it, I think it's still capped at 30 frames, which is yeah. very weird. It's very I'm, playing, weird, it, I'm so. playing it right now. Uh, as I beat it back in the day and I don't remember it very much and I'm playing it again. Yeah, it, uh, it needs a patch. And they did talk about Resio Village DLC. Downloadable content. Looks really good. It's going to be a it's... Shadows of Rose DLC story. So we get to see Rose, who we did see at the end of Village. The uh, big thing here. Third person. Third person. Yeah. yeah. Third person was pretty cool. Yeah, actually... I'm, not, I'm playing it. I can't stand re first i, I just I'm don't like it curious it's, how it's actually do a some discord s- question yeah do you think we're going oh, they're okay. going back to third person mode is kind of their primary oh, thing for the series i know of course there should be uh, both there should be it should yeah be optional from the beginning well from from the way they've talked and i think mvg probably knows about this because he talks and does a lot of game dev stuff but i heard that they said that like making the game first person required building the game so differently that they couldn't just patch third person in. It sounds like they had to pretty much remake the game for third person to work. All the animations were built to be almost simulated. So yeah, the whole game is being basically rebuilt and it's just a part of the patch. I'm so excited. A lot of stuff. I assume you can't see around you. MVG, I'm assuming if it's first person because like you can't see what's behind yeah, you. I, I, I know it's getting a VR mode too, right? So I wonder if it's um, they added third person at the same time as the VR stuff because VR obviously you can you know you can turn around and look behind you and everything. So I wonder if oh, yeah. that it has you know a, a relation to the um, third person mode as well. So I feel like I feel like it's it's definitely the right approach. And uh, yeah, I mean. 
I, I personally like first person Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Seven. I thought they were actually really good. Um, but I definitely will replay the games in third person. Well, there the are some moments that I think they can only make in first person. Like there are certain parts where you're going up the elevator and like she chops off your hand, and it's like that wouldn't be as impactful if it was third person and your camera was pulled all the way back because that was like right there. You're like, what is? Oh no! <laughs> but the, just, the other, the one people talk about. The baby eating you, the baby eating you really affects you when it's first person because oh, you yeah. see its mouth. Third person, that's going to look very different. Yeah. Well, even yep, the stuff yep. when you're like at the start of village where you're climbing through the, uh, you're climbing into the sewers and stuff in the, mm -hmm. in the sewer area, like that's going to just look a little mm -hmm. different, obviously in third person than it does. It's, it's pretty, um, tense you know when you're kind of going through the sewers because yeah. you're being chased or whatever um so I, I think it'll definitely have a different feel uh but i think it'll still be really good i mean october, also, dude, october 28th the, so. the freaking sorry I'm, I'm so still losing my mind about the dlc being so far in the future this is the mm -hmm. most into the future we've ever been the the resident evil timeline is famously slow it takes them so long that's why there's just like still games coming out Time basically yeah. in the 1990s so yeah uh this is crazy to think about it gonna be in 16 years in the future i'm i'm deeply fascinated they did show <laughs> they did show resident evil 4 remake again with gameplay it was very brief shots of gameplay, though. It wasn't like, hey, let's sit down and play this. But it looks good from what I'm saying. This looks, I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm on board, ready to pick this one up. That's not till March, though. So we got it. We got a bit. We got a bit. But definitely excited for that. And we got patches for Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 remakes. They're out now. If you have the games, just go on there with your PS5, your Series X, uh, PC, I believe, got a patch too. And it'll just patch and it looks better. They involved ray tracing and all these things. Um, some people are saying, I think Max, you mentioned it looks almost photorealistic. So they also put in adaptive triggers on PS5, which is actually kind of interesting. So your guns actually cock and reload in a weird way. Uh, yeah, photorealistic graphics, no load times. It's very weird to like press go on the game and you're just in it in less than a second. It's very, very fast. This is another good presentation. They didn't announce anything, any new games technically, but. But they also said that they weren't. Yeah, so that see. There it is, right, Sean? That's the thing. If Xbox had said 12 months, people have been like, okay. That's, that, that's how you do it. Communicate up front. And people, Resident Evil fans especially, were like, okay, cool. They were, Dragon's Dogma fans are a little nervous after this. So I'm glad that they actually followed it up well, with Dragon's Dogma too. Because that whole thing really felt unnecessary. You're gonna, yeah, you're right. They went in to say, hey, we have more to talk about with Dragon's Dogma, but you have to come back in a few days. Well, why don't you think just they just wanted here? to? No, do you think they really just wanted to? An announcement, John. Do you think they really <laughs> just wanted stop. to give everything they had to Dragon's Dog? Maybe like, no, we don't want it to be next to the Resident Evil Village DLC. We want it to have its yeah. own. But what did they do with it though? When did they have it? Dragon's Dog Two. When did they have that announcement? It was during the Final Fantasy VII remake stream. Yeah, they do it at why? the exact same time where it was kind of. You oh, could have had it at your own no presentation shot. earlier in the week. It would have got a lot of headlines. Instead, you drop it at the exact same moment that mm. Rebirth is being announced. And, I mean, more more Crisis Core, obviously, but I mean, Rebirth was there, too. I thought the whole, I don't know, making it so focused on Resident Evil was great. As a, Obviously, I'm a Resident Evil addict. But yeah, I think my only complaint is I wish we saw something new from Street Fighter VI. I'm so excited for Street Fighter VI. There's... Hours of gameplay that's getting posted online by YouTubers. It's weird that they just re-showed the existing trailer. It's like just they don't even show it. That was so weird to me. So if Guile was 
revealed there instead of a summer game fe- game fest yeah. i would put it over there okay okay yeah i mean to me it's already 10 out of 10 because i'm a resident evil addict but if they showed guile there that would have been the best capcom showcase ever by far we have a another discord question there evan um, um we're gonna we're gonna then move into some talk about playstation plus and we'll go through the super chats and everything where the as well. fuck is the turtles talk yeah the game of the year comes out. Game, We're not baby. even going to talk about it because of presentations. We spent 45 minutes on Final Fantasy VII and Sephiroth's ball sack. Whoa, turtle. It's his chef. Go ahead. That, All right. That part of the conversation. All right, Sean, go ahead. And I th- Wait, was one of the Discord questions about TMNT or no? How did we get ah. twice the content in Shredder's Revenge over Mario Strikers at half the price? See, Sean, I was leading Bro. us there. Shut Sean up, has just ruined everything. It, it, all right, Sean, go ahead. Game's fucking fantastic. It is really good. <laughs> did, did, you, did you order the soundtrack? On, uh, I ordered the $200 fucking thing from Limited. Vinyl? I just have the $35 the one coming with it. I yeah. think it does come with a vinyl. It comes with like a strategy guide. I really want the figure because I'm into toys now. But the problem is I'm never going to open that box probably. Oh, I don't yeah, know. You can't, right? Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Dude, open like, it. I'll open it. On it. I think I'll, yeah, I was going to make a video on it on like the second channel or something. But I got a decent no, record player I, down I, here, man. I beat it multiple it. times on the Switch. I beat it multiple times on the Xbox. Like, it's just, it's just fucking great. Like, it's the best beat em up of all time. It is Bar really good. I'm shocked. Dude, they were playing online with it. We had like a couple of hiccups towards the end, but like, it plays perfectly. We're like, we're yeah. having a blast. It's like six players online is allowed it's it's wild stuff well and people uh, can do drop in drop out wall yeah. online so we were oh, playing yeah. it story Spot mode start with st- Spawn was just playing a level sean jumped in about right 10 minutes later i jumped in so we just started playing the level and then my girlfriend walked up and said i want to play so she sat down pressed start on the second controller it automatically made her a guest and dropped her in too so she just played through the whole game with us like it's it's perfect be sitting there playing by my like playing uh tmnt alone no one else is online because you know everyone's gotta be offline and uh they'll just pop in randomly like who is that tell the story accurately uh-huh go ahead go ahead tell me that it's it's 9 30 at night hey i'm gonna hop on turtles 10 50 hey we're starting now an hour and a half went by between I'm getting on my Xbox and we're about to it start did, the game. It did take it John goes. quite a while because well, me not, and Evan yeah, were talking. Dude, and says we're like, on the Xbox, yeah. he's in like a different state and he's still driving home. I, I mean, see a lot of people think that Streets of Rage might have been better. I mean, that's fine to think that. I disagree because it's it, it, here's the thing: the Streets of Rage have Mike Patton doing the theme song. The Streets of Rage have a boss fight. <laughs> where fucking Wu-Tang is, is doing the song. Like, it doesn't. It does not, no. So, so because of that, you have to give the edge to Turtles. I can't fight you on it. I can't fight you on it. Yeah, it's literally ahead. like they said, good. hey, let's the make main a edge. game for RGT, specifically for this man, and do everything that he wants and make it exactly how he wants it. And that's what they did. It's good for, for like, you have people over, for <laughs> even streamers who want to play a game on stream. You can beat that game in, like, an hour and a half or so. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's very satisfying because each level is, like, five or six minutes long, so you're constantly doing stuff. Your turtles mm-hmm. level up. You get abilities for it. Uh, there's a lot to like about this game. You know what's a great track in Shredder's Revenge is the level where you're in the sky when you fight Wingnut mm-hmm. and they have the vocals. I actually broke yeah. Wingnut the first time I fought him. He just stopped attacking and we just beat him up in a corner. It was weird. <laughs> I I Come think 
one of the things I feel like this game has that you, it's hard to almost put into words is it has impact. When you actually hit those Foot Clan soldiers, they almost freeze for a frame before they fly back. So, like, it has that cartoonish style of, like, everybody recoils overly. So, I don't know, man. It, it feels so good. I beat the game probably six or seven times now on Xbox and PS5, and I, I love it. And there's so many there's so many nods to like the previous games or the cartoons or even like little things in the background that like it's something that if you know it makes it that much more special if you don't know it's like it's like okay it's still cool but you don't understand it but like you know when you get those things like that one boss fight that's clearly inspired by turtles in time one of the classic lines from shredder that was in turtles in time is now voiced in the game like it's it's the perfect combination of nostalgia, but still feels good. Because I think you could give this to a kid who maybe watches the new turtle shit, which I can't fuck with that. But they'll still enjoy the game. They'll still like it. And the bosses, Batman movie wasn't that bad. The, the the bosses, like the bosses that they have in the game, are like they're the bosses that you would hope would be in the game, but wouldn't expect them. And then, like, some All of these of characters, yeah, they, oh. they pop up. Even the ones that you're like, okay, there's no way this character's going to be in And then they pop up, and you're like, holy shit, they really put this dude in here. Like, Well, like Ground Chuck and Dirtbag or whatever those two were? Like, oh, I, like, just, I love Slash. I'm Slash. obsessed I mean, with Slash. And then the one where, where it's, like, the video game lady, and then she yeah. has those two. It's like, wow, I didn't expect these to oh, be yeah, in here. Oh, yeah, Tokar and Razor. Yeah, like, just fucking... Awesome. It, went, it went into Game Pass day one, so I play it on Game Pass, get to keep the sealed copy on the Switch. But you Looking see, good. The problem with this game, and it's not a problem <laughs> with the game, is that now I want the Kawabunga collection because I want to play Turtles in Time. Right. Yeah. I want to I wanna hear Big Apple 3 a.m. They, well, they, they have Big Apple 3 p.m. Yeah, and I love <laughs> that. I need to hear it in that classic way. I need to hear that soundtrack again. From uh, Turtles I just bought the fucking DVD collection of the entire fucking Turtles cartoons. I haven't seen it in forever. Came yeah. in today. I haven't watched <laughs> it's it. Good. It's good, though. It's really good. I recommend anyone pick it up. I saw some people on Twitter who were confused. I'm like, I don't tell you. This game's awesome. I, I, I give it a question. Children. Children. Really confused by if, you're, if the Nintendo DS is older than you, shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude, I get I gave it a ten out of ten of my review. It, le, legit, right now, my game of the year is Elden Ring, and then right beneath it is Turtles. Uh, I mean, Shredder's Revenge just hit all the right notes. You can it, tell this was a love. This was a love song by the yep. developers. They referenced the source material well. They knew what they were creating, and even to include like the characters Sean was mentioning, or like the punks it's such an obscure reference that so many people are going to look at yeah. and say who are these guys like who's rasputin and it's like we're old <laughs> we know these characters and that's an amazing reference for the game to even acknowledge yep i'm uh like what i saw there while i played i recommend anyone pick it up it is a fun game and you can play it a bunch of friends couch co-op there is one problem with the game though like i said in my video um you can't well, that and that you can't. There's no like theater system. So in order to to watch uh, yeah. a movie again, you have to like close out of the game or just like let it sit there for very long. Just, just let me access it. Let me Do a museum mode, like museum mode kind of thing. Yeah, bastard. Play the game mm. tomorrow with my brother. So I it's such a small. Oh, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. It's like yeah. Did you guys? Isn't it like less than a gig or something? It's like it is one gig. It's like not because I grew up playing those games with my brother. Like that was what. Oh, you guys are gonna love it then. Yeah, did the arcade game, even the crappy ones, the one with the where they all have the red. Oh yeah, you know, even the crappy NES one. That game sucks. Go into the. 
go into the story mode it. do the story mode one they have an overall but all your characters will level up and you get new abilities and everything oh, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna uh, have and we're they gonna have secrets hidden in all the different levels it's a blast it only yeah, takes we, like an hour and a half to two hours to beat the whole thing yeah we played turtles in time back in the day as well so we we always play the turtles games like we always play beat ups were like the thing to play back then yep. my brother always played those so very, crappy very ones good. and the good hmm. ones so I'm, I'm excited for it so i've just been waiting and just been like okay i'm just gonna play this with you know with him so very I good it game yeah, but see i thought one of the appeals of the story mode is that you're gonna want to go through with all the characters level them up and just play differently because of how each character does that's why i would different. i would because he said he's gonna play with uh, his brother that's why i said do the story mode because you'll both play through it as different characters on his system yeah so you'll level up two different characters at the same time is what i'm saying yeah, so, I'm going to I'm definitely going to play it multiple times. I mean, I've beat all the turtles beat em up games multiple times with each even the crappy one on the NES that even that one, the freaking first level trying to swim through that. Place. Yeah, like this. This is a game I'll play through seven times. Yeah, I'm going to easily. I'm going to beat it with every character. I'm going to. It's fun. really good. Yeah. Uh, but Evan, we have discord question over there. Oh, uh, yeah, we this one's mostly just a. Would you be interested? What do you think about the idea of a Mega Man Megaverse game where all the iterations of Mega Man and Zero are fully playable? I'll take uh, anything Mega Man at this yeah, point. I mean, at this if, point if for Capcom you, Capcom will just acknowledge Mega Man. <laughs> anything, anything. If they put Mega Man 64 on Nintendo Switch Online, I'll be like, great. If they do it, Mega Man Legends on the PlayStation Plus service, I'll be like, awesome. Something's happened. That's where we are with Mega Man right now. The Mega Man fandom is, uh, we're down bad. Okay. <laughs> Not good. Got another one, Evan? Uh, any suggestion for a good Android app for use at the gym? We got someone looking to track, I guess, rep sets and all that. Hmm. Pornhub. Keep the blood flowing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Elaborate. Uh, <laughs> uh, track this. There's like my... Oh. My fitness pal. Believe it or not, if I was going to do it, I would just take a notebook and write it down. I just use Google yeah. Docs. Yeah. Google <laughs> Docs spreadsheet. <laughs> Pen and paper, bro. I don't even take that anymore. But like back then, I would have like a little journal that I'd write stuff down in. Apps and just confuse things. Like you start trying I mean, to track his fitness. I just I used to write things down because I I physically like the pen and paper. I feel like it helps me better. But I mean, you can just use your notes app on your phone too. All the same, to be honest. But. Mm. I, I used my FitBod for a long time. It makes these great randomized workouts. You say what equipment your gym has and what body group you're trying to hit, like back and bicep or ab day or shoulders or whatever, and it'll generate stuff that's random. It also tracks your healing, so it'll tell you, like, don't hit this for a couple days or whatever. I don't know. I like it. Okay. Very good. So let's go over some of these. Actually, we'll just do the, we're gonna do the PlayStation Plus uh, next, and then we'll finish up with the super chats that have kind of compiled here as we've gone over everything. I do want to give a, a shout out though to Shamsa from the last show. She actually had donated after like literally like 10 minutes after we went off air. So big shout out to Shamsa for always supporting no mess in there, but hey, definitely want to recognize Shamsa here. Uh, let's go to the PlayStation plus premium service. It did launch this week. And actually, quite a few of us got a chance to try it out. I saw Sean, you tried it out. Max, mm -hmm. you tried it out. Uh, MVG, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. I know you're going to do some emulation stuff with it at some point. I know you've been pretty busy. I uh, I will check it out, but I haven't had a chance yet. Get okay. Together, but MVG. I've heard good things. Yeah. I've been uh, moving for like seven years now. But <laughs> either way, your we, house did, next week. We, did, <laughs> we, did, we did have it launch in the U.S. And surprisingly... It seems to be good news all the way around, just about. Like, the, it is 60 hertz versions. Uh, they Emulation yep. looks good. They run well. The PS1 games are solid. It's a, uh, 
it's a really good groundwork. You know, obviously, you know, a lot of people are like, well, Game Pass has more games. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. Game Pass has been around longer. You would expect it to have more games as long as they can continually update it. Obviously, the PS1, PS2 and PSP is very neglected on there right now. They yes. need to add some more stuff for those systems. But as far as and I'm not a huge fan of the menu system, it's very clunky to try and find games they need to sort of separate it like ps1 ps2 psp um ps3 ps4 ps5 mm-hmm. you just have like little tiles that you click on or something but i think it's a really solid groundwork and you know i took my L on that i thought it was going to be the 50 hertz versions and then i was like well fuck you, you know what's interesting sean you mentioned now. that playstation now had that you would go in there and you'd be able to pick between like they had like ps3 and ps2 i think separated and you could pick either one so i think they will do that eventually i think that will happen though ps1 psp ps2 all that stuff so it, it just seems to be taking some time for them i guess them roll that kind of stuff out i hope but yeah they need to load up ps1 and psp especially i'm surprised yeah. it this launched- is like what the middle of the month is when you're going to get the classics updated and yes. the start yeah. of month is when they add the yeah. modern stuff so i mean that's a you know it's a roadmap. Some companies don't give you a roadmap. You just kind of got to stick your finger up your ass and guess when the next game is going to come out. So I have to do that or I you get to do No, that. you have to. I don't to. know if that's oh, a okay. requirement. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 what do you mean, Sean? We just got Pokemon Snap announced. Yeah, but I mean. Last one, too. Something's coming. I don't uh, think you need to do I think Apis Gate. that on your own. Looks good. Ape Escape looks very good. I was playing it. I'm like, all right, this is. My... Did you put it in the native resolution? You could pick like the native option. It's yeah. tiny square on your flat screen. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's the resolution. (laughs) Did you mess with the the craziest thing about this to me of playing this on a big screen is that it does seem like they cleaned up the character models and stuff. It's not like because the PlayStation Classic, remember when we bought the PlayStation Classic, it seemed to try and like simulate CRT. So the games kind of look like ass. Well, I think Uh, that just ran at 720p, I think was the issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. This this, this looks fantastic. Dude, Uh, I've been playing that Hot Shots Golf. Hot Shots Golf looks surprisingly great. And you can buy most of them separately. I think I don't think you can buy Tekken 2 separately, which is weird. And I, I do have kind of an issue with Resident Evil Director's Cut. It doesn't have trophies. And I think that's the same case where you can't buy it separately. You have to sign up to do it, which what, is unfortunate. PS1 game doesn't have trophies. Interesting. Yeah, some don't. Well, and but what's interesting is that uh, pe- people checked there. There was a later version. The early version of uh, uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut actually had glitched music in certain sections. This is the correct best final version so it seems like capcom submitted what they knew was the best playstation one version and honestly it's it's cool i think the playstation extras tier is the one to go with if you just bought a ps5 and you're trying to figure out what to get so the, the selection for those games is actually pretty good demon souls spider-man miles morales is in there Returnal, uh, Returnal is in God there uh, i feel like we're gonna get to a point where horizon forbidden west could be in there next year uh, so you start to kind of pile up some of the games as you go. And this, I mean, the selection is pretty good from first party and third party. Like I was actually kind of surprised with some of the stuff in there at that hundred dollar a year price. It's not bad considering games now are $70. So they got, they got a ton of Assassin's Creed in there. Like Valhalla, Valhalla is still pretty dang new. And I played that free on my PlayStation five with it. Yeah. So I think even if like, for example, you get like someone gets a PS five, whether it's like kid or something for Christmas, something like that, right? Birthday. If you're a parent, you could easily throw this extras tier to them and they'd probably find all kinds of stuff on there to play and keep them busy. Or if you're someone, like I said, who just wants to get into the PS5 ecosystem and take a look around, pick that up and see what you think, because there's quite a bit of stuff in there. 
Yeah, definitely. I like it would have saved Sean some money on Demon Souls. Right. <laughs> I'm actually pretty excited to see what PS1 games and PS2 games they tap for this. Same. Uh, I do wish that they had funny or fun filters uh, for PS2. There's no filters on the uh, games. The, the, PS2 is interesting because they're like kind of porting them to the PS4. It's uh yeah, yeah. I guess I guess yeah. so. They're they're all widescreen so far. They all have a uh, trophy support. So mm -hmm. PlayStation Two. They could get they could do some interesting stuff with that. And like I said, even if you uh, don't want to subscribe, you can buy them. So if some cool stuff starts showing up, maybe they get like Star Ocean or something. I don't know for the PS2. Just some weird dude. stuff. Dino Crisis is uh, leaked, dude. Dino Crisis one on there. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'd make a video alone if I, just reviewing Dino Crisis again. So I, I think it's a service to watch even if you're not subscribed because you might just want to buy the game. So it's, uh, it's good. There's incentive for them to put PS1 games out there at this kind of quality. So I'm, I like what they've started with. I don't know if I can suggest the premium tier now at 120 because that PS1 and PS2 selection is a little rough currently. But who knows? A year from now it might be worth it. We'll see. But. They got to get on the ball with that PS1 stuff and PSP especially. Like, I got to get those games out. Um, but pretty good selection. So. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, honestly. I was expecting to rip it apart, and I was like, oh, wow, it's actually pretty solid. Yeah. Hmm. Like I said, the biggest option is that you can just buy the games. So, Which yeah, I think people should do. I, I went through and tested literally every game on the service, and I mean, I, I think if you're curious, it's definitely better to just get deluxe or the, the extra tier and then buy the one or two. Yeah. The weird part nobody is gives like, jumping flash. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. If you already bought the game too previously on the PS3, it carries over to here. So that was that was a little surprising as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, but overall, good start. Good start. Let's uh, let's go over the super chat. Zoop says, sincerely, I never expected Xbox to impress me. So, okay. Tjo says, am I the only one who's noticed oddities with PS1 games? There's no controller options, which means no switching controller ports. Metal Gear Solid. I think that's one of the reasons Metal Gear Solid is in there right now. I think, there's other, I think there's lots of other reasons. Why well, there right now. one is Konami. I'd like to think that they're planning something for Metal Gear, but that, that's Konami. So who knows? But didn't, uh, but yeah, they, that'd be an issue. Uh, didn't Metal Gear Solid end up on the PlayStation Classic? It did, yeah. But it, it had an ability to map buttons and choose oh, slots and stuff. I mean, you could just unplug the controller and plug it in the controller slot too on that thing. So I like there. There's kind of an issue now. Otherwise, um, they'd have to work out. Uh, this is from David says, I can't believe Square stole the Newsway format. Uh, console says I'll be at too many games next weekend. And my only goal is to get RE2 and three for GameCube. I did that last year. Actually, pricey. Yeah, it went, uh, I think they've gone up in price since I even got them at too many games. I thought I was paying too much then. What'd you pay? Uh, I think one was 80 and one was 90. Yeah, they're, they're triple uh, digits now. Easy. Yeah, yeah, that ain't bad, actually. 80 90 is good. I had to kind of work a deal on it, but yeah, I, that, that wasn't bad then. So, yeah, yeah. Do you know who I am, motherfucker? You know I will no, bury I like, you. I had to, like, make piles of games. So I got some comments thrown in there, and you divide it up, then it came out to that You amount, just showed him so. your analytics, and he's like, all right, yes, so that's, let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah. Hit him uh, with the I'll, silver I'll, play yeah. button. Uh, they, they'll say I'll be at your guys panel but I don't think I'll do the meet and greet since I'm kind of socially awkward you can come out and see his console gamer we'll be around we'll be around yeah and you if you don't want to talk or if you just want to pick or whatever we uh, people have come through our line just sit, waved at us and taken a pick you don't have to talk to us sort of like if you just want to hang out man 
You can come Abs- talk to me, Constant Gamer. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. no pressure. You can tell the rest of us to F off and take a picture with just Spawn, and we'll be like, Some okay. Did. People, people would do that. People would walk past all of us and go, hello, Spawn Wave, and then leave. And it's like, okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> You can say hi to everyone. <laughs> listen, listen. If you're worried about people d- thinking that you're weird, we had a whole family bring a shirtless pic to, for John hey, to sign. Shout out to that family. They could be listening. The, hey, yes, that, that's a, that's a cool just family. saying, we remember you. Mother, father, <laughs> son, and daughter all at once. It was... It was quite the sight to behold. I, so I'm glad I have a picture of that. I took a picture of you signing a shirtless picture of yourself just for the memory. Pretty meta. Yeah. Yeah, it's very meta. Uh, this is Glenn saying, "Who in Spawncast going to TMG next weekend?" And shout out as always to Evan for all his hard work getting Spawncast going. It's also a Discord question, so that ends us nice. Oh, cool. Is that just that who's going to be at TMG? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Less work cool, for cool. me. Uh, I'll be there. Definitely there. Hell yeah. Yeah. OJ? Yeah. OJ will be there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Jordan will be there. Jordan will be there. Max will be there. Dreamcast guy. Evan will be there. Nate will probably be there. No one of us will know, though. (laughs) I could be there. Probably won't be there. But if I am there, you won't know I'm there. So. Sean's not going. Nope. No reason. Why aren't you going? going? (laughs) Now I've got some. Well. Because it's uh, outside. Okay, okay, hold on. Explain this. <laughs> I have family Zoom stuff in. going on, but now I something else uh-huh. came up uh-huh. that I might oh, have to uh-huh. cancel the family stuff. Something uh-huh. more important uh-huh. than hanging out. So, yep. Who is she? What's her name? No, no, no. he has no. to go. He has Madison. to go. He has to go talk about an underperforming basketball team. Yeah, her name is on Madison. television. Yeah, on MSG Network. Wait, so you'll cancel the family stuff for TV, but you won't cancel it for us? Because yeah. that's like an hour train ride. I walk upstairs. I well, film the whatever they ride want to, film. To, to, to Pennsylvania. Three hours. And then you have to stay multiple days. This is like a, a three hour total thing. Dude, a three I, T- hour tour. TMG a is awesome, dude. Tour. If you come MSG to TMG, awesome. it's memories. <laughs> It'll be on television. <laughs> he picks sports <laughs> over his fans. <laughs> TV is a fart. Uh. <laughs> Sean's three-hour tour. MVG's not going to be there. He's moving because he has he has moving for the next six months. Twenty twenty. It's taking a while. He's building the house. Dude, I I was cleaning for like like two or three months. (laughs) We we did we did we did yeah we said it before you came in. Move is taking as long as OJ's room cleaning. I had to make sure everything was clean, bro. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Sniper followed up saying damage control, the leaks, rumors, ban, Nate, cope. What? Hope. <laughs> I love that. Cope, Nate. And see. Look what you did, MVG. The Uncharted Wolf says playing through Danganronpa, and I found it uh, physically hard to play because of how sad I get each session. Anyone else have games like this? It's hard to play because it's so sad. They're not real. I I haven't had so sad. I I have had games that grossed me out or were too scary. I play a lot of horror games, but occasionally games that have too many jump scares actually just fuck with my brain after a bit. RC says, love the show. Keep up the great content. And by the way, RGT, did you know that Fire Emblem and Xenoblade are the Nintendo reps in Project X-Zone 2? Great. It's a good great game <laughs> mac mega says game freak should stop making pokemon games since we get them every year and make a brand new golden sun instead rgt logic yeah. rgt logic didn't i love i love it the badass elephant yeah they did yeah get a sequel to that 
That's a good idea. It's a business. I love when people make something up and go, you said this. <laughs> Sean said this shit. I love it. This is from... Oh, Ghost, Ghost Sniper says, don't worry, Nate Grubb and Nick took an L as well. Joe says, Fire Emblem is my all-time favorite Nintendo franchise, and I think RGT is right. I want a new Fire Emblem, but F-Zero Star Fox fans are still waiting. What does that have to do with Fire Emblem? <laughs> I want a new Star Fox. I want a new this. What does that have to do with Fire Emblem? Can somebody explain that to me? This is a meth zone. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Fire Emblem. You can get, guys, guys, you, you can, can get, get both. That. You, can, yeah. you can get both. If you go back to the Wii, there was a Punch Out, there was a Fire Emblem, there was a Xenoblade, there was a, there was a Donkey Kong. There was all sorts of stuff, guys. Different, different development teams. Different, different. Man, You're I right, missed the Grub. good old days. You're right, Grub. <laughs> we, we, we talked about uh, tr we actually talked about this, Trev. But what do we make of Starfield not being able to go from planet to space seamlessly? That's a shame, as it ruins the immersion. Yeah, I was uh, a little bummed by that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. S Scott says, "Is Nintendo ever going to start putting more effort into Mario Sports series? These half-baked releases." Are seeing diminishing returns because people are getting wise to it in my opinion i okay. do kind of wonder if they're if people are starting to figure this out i don't know that's i we gotta see the npd results on it but first two sales reports weren't great for strikers so i don't know if it's a strikers brand or if it's just people I, realizing I the, i'm looking at the sales japan strikers has never sold well in japan just in general compared to the other the mario sports games the mario sports games sold much better but on Amazon and on e it's number one on the eShop and on Amazon it's in the top it's like top two so people are still buying it. I'm guessing it's still gonna sell just about as good as any other Mario. I was surprised game. it didn't outsell tennis or golf in the UK. Like that should have been a, a slam dunk there. <laughs> yeah. but it came up short of both of them. Is anybody gonna make the it struck out joke? I I think this one's gonna perform less than mm. golf and I think it's gonna perform less than tennis. Well, you see the thing with strikers is it might get a boon when the World Cup happens in December. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't think it will. No. Well, it, no. Nintendo could do some, like, cross Couldn't they do something in Mario Strikers, like, that has, what? like, put, the... Put Listen, Ronaldo man. in the game? I mean... Unless, unless, <laughs> Ronaldo. Unless, they, unless they put a real, like... They could do logos or something, jerseys. Not gonna... no, you, you put Pepe in, and he bites players. Oh, my God. That's, uh... That's, um... Listen, people are just... People are just waiting for Daisy, man. Uh, Suarez, he's the one. That you know what? Plays. Where's Daisy? Daisy's gonna be ready two magically ready three weeks after launch. It's a miracle. Yeah. They just, Where's Daisy? They, right. And somehow they made everything line up. I I couldn't believe it. Someone came in and like like just just solved the ridiculous equation on the chalkboard and then Daisy the was ready. Was it, <laughs> so oh, like, that was wasn't it already yeah, at launch? <laughs> already, and they held her back now. <laughs> I mean, but, but to Nate's point, all it takes is like Messi to do a strikers out or something for the world cup yeah you had otani do mlb the show so if wait, they hold on, hold on, get hold on. wait wait wait, wait 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 where we the way we get strikers to sell is by having messy in a commercial not yes. by adding content <laughs> to strikers yes <laughs> yes i think it'll, i don't think expect it'll more just, from people i think it'll be just fine i think once the mpd comes out I, I tremendous think. disappointment from strikers for me tremendous yeah. i want to fail i still play it at night game. by the way in the I dark, play it. thinking you're the other dark day, It took me a long time to find a match, and I was like, oh, no. Is, yeah. is everyone done with it? And eventually popped up. I was like, oh, okay, good. I was like, I, I can't find a match right now. Um, I, I, hope I hope they got something figured out.
I hope so. I do think that World Cup collaboration would be a good idea, though, MG. Nate, I think that'd be a good idea. Uh, this is from David saying, shout out to my two favorite black creators, OJ and Nate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Snubbed. You're black? You told me Italians. Oh, they were regarded similar in American history. Well, Italian is what I'm going by. Okay. Oh, they the fuck you talking about? No, no, no. Nate's correct. Nate's correct. In the in the early in the in the early like 1900s, there was like shades of white is what they're considered. So like Italians couldn't vote and shit. It was weird. Oh, you mean okay? You guys are talking about yeah, yeah, like 100, yeah, 150 years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What history books y'all looking at? All right, we'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> One's written by Italians. We'll <laughs> talk about that later, but it's all good. We'll go Looney says, been trying to guess how Atlas is going to troll switch users this time. My guess is they'll release P3, P4, and P5 base version. That's cloud versions. Yeah, we, we, we joked about that. Khalil says, do you think part two is going to PC sooner than part one, or do you think it's going to be, or going to take a year? Probably like a year, I think. David yeah. says, PSP pickings are sparse on playstation plus hope that changes yes there's a lot of games they can pull from psp absolutely noah says finally got my ps5 for retail price what games would you recommend i start with also happy father's day to all the dads in spawncast i enjoyed horizon from west quite a bit i put over 50 hours into it i 100 recommend that game mm-hmm. for more more recent games Get that right. ps plus and uh check out returnal and miles morales yep. and um that Demon's might be Souls. the better way to spend the money right now i yeah. would say just jump yeah. on that get a month's worth and see what you think Miles Morales, Spider-Man and Miles Morales playing back-to-back. Those games are just 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you you just throw the money into PlayStation Plus Extras, you'd be able to just kind of test out some of the games and then even cancel after that month and then just go buy them if if you want to do it that way. But uh, definitely a lot of of stuff on there to check out. Uh, Wall says, unpopular opinion, but 5 out of 7 isn't very good. I actually think it's the second worst of the first nine. Absolutely love uh, above only two, six is criminally neglected. I'd agree with you on six. I don't know if I'd agree with you on seven not being very good. Uh, seven's still up there in like the top tier of Final Fantasy games, I'd say. Yeah, good, good at super deep magic system, great soundtrack. Even if you don't like the story, seven is a freaking masterpiece. The story's yeah, the story's good though. Like the story's good. The I I think some some people don't like that each character has their own redemption, like. You know, like Red 13's got to have a redemption, and then Sid's got to have a redemption, and then Eris. Like, I, I understand that complaint. I think it's gotten time, better over time. At the time, I love no, it. Nobody said that this game sucks. This is terrible. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think no. This is definitely like a re- like revisionist type of, oh, well, now that I thought it was this, incredible. Like, what you know, is this? But nobody said that yeah. back then. It was like one of a kind. There was nothing else on the market like it, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, was, I replayed it over and over and over again for years. <laughs> On a ship says TMNT Shredder's Revenge for beat 'em up game of the year. Also RGT85. When are you going to have player essence on? Who the f is on your second channel? Ah, oh, yeah, I do need to do another one of those sometime soon. OJ, Good time now. What are, you, what are you doing next week? <laughs> yeah, I'm around. All right, I'll hit you up. Right. Devolve into three hours about Fire Emblem and Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> the debate. <laughs> no, we try not to talk about video games there. Oh, that's right. That's oh. what I've watched it. It's been That's not right. about video games. Okay, I'll talk to you about movies. Let's do it. D'Angelo says, uh, I respect RGT, but I hate agreeing with him, but he is right. I need something different than Fire Emblem and Xenoblade. This is coming from a JRPG fan. Thank you, you D'Angelo. I swear, you guys, are, you guys are the weirdest people. 
they have not you if you guys do not understand that nintendo has multiple different development teams i don't know what to tell you guys you get other stuff outside of fire emblem and xenoblade there really is like so i don't understand i don't understand <laughs> David. Let them complain oj just let them complain this they the do that a lot I've, this they is the dumbest argument lot. i've ever heard in my life it really is the dumbest argument that i've ever heard in my life like it's so stupid <laughs> david says if you could have your uh, current career during any era of gaming, which one would you choose? What games would you be most excited to stream slash cover? Ooh. But I mean, Dreamcast people's era. mind making YouTube yeah, videos during the Atari age. The Atari I mean, age? Hmm. Late, I would say late 90s, early 2000s, but you also have to factor in technology wasn't there for doing this. Let's just say we well, could. Let's just say you yeah. could do it. But like, then you uh, have YouTube to was this amazing thing that somebody came up with and like... You would have have to completely transform video games as well because then there would be online well, video games so you'd be adding in online to pretty much every game making it well, different my, my thing is that i think i think the question is like if i was doing the equivalent job which would have been uh like a magazine reviewer yes, or, a, or a, a content paper, reviewer like popular for you or something yeah. dude i i I think uh, not only was Dreamcast, like, obviously, I love the Dreamcast a lot, but I thought a lot of those games, there was a lot of hidden gems like Silver, like, and people talking about it more. You know, I, I think it would, would have been cool to review those games as they were coming out. Was Silver hidden gem? Was I loved game. it. Dude, I loved the freaking crazy loud I, voice acting. That time between, like, 1990... <laughs> That time between like <laughs> 1995 and 2003, that seems like that would be that, the that really be cool the eight best, years yeah. to cover. That'd be amazing uh, to see because you'd be covering PlayStation breaking onto the scene. Uh, you talk about Sega struggling, coming out with an awesome machine and then folding <laughs> and then the original Xbox coming in. And there was just a lot of stuff happening, a lot of new companies showing up and Nintendo rolling through with their 64 and eventually GameCube and Dude, imagine time. imagine during the experimental era of square enix like imagine being like the rpg guy and have to review parasite eve and uh, brave well, through musashi and final fantasy 8 all back to back well also think about you, you'd be covering the the this this breakout uh, uh thing that changed gameplay completely being the analog stick yeah and technology and all these systems coming and going and it, it, it was it was a different time it's a time that will never be it'll never be duplicated that would be really cool i that that's the time i'd want to cover yeah this is from lemstar saying okay when there's a game rgt wants to talk about everyone else reclines their chair and falls asleep yeah right like these bums have recliners oh, i'm the only one with a recline it's got legs it's got legs it's got it's got legs so your legs are supported Oh, oh, my legs are supported. I can take a nap. I've got an ottoman under my table. So I can just pick up. <laughs> I don't I don't have the leg support, no. Leg support, dramatic baby. as all get out, my god. You could definitely tell that Sean never leaves his house because his house is his kingdom. It is. I don't I don't have I don't have leg support now. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you hear the chair creak. <laughs> Ruffle says where where the F is Final Fantasy Nine love. Mm. We love yeah. Probably because it's a Fire great. Emblem game. About that. Well, the, the, the rumor is we're getting a Final Fantasy IX anime soon and a Final Fantasy IX remake. Yeah, apparently there's some, so there's some closed door coming. testing on that. So, yeah. coming, uh, boys and Matt, Matt Newey says, watch Tifa be the one to bite the bullet. I think, yeah, maybe. Ooh. Dark Dream says, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yes, 
Pokemon Gen 9 as well. Frontier, Sega has a wealthy history of wildly stupid decisions. And I'm not sure the future of 3D Sonic games with Sonic Team and Silent Hill. I don't care. <laughs> Frontiers is looking, looking kind of... Joe, Joe says, I don't know if 9-11 was the an analogy I would use. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do it. It's for Spawncast clips. That's what oh. I got to bait it. Eric says MVG with PS5 and of course Xbox games coming to PC moving forward. Besides emulation for Nintendo, will PS4 and Xbox One emulation be the last for emulation for Sony and Microsoft past consoles? Mm, no, I think they'll continue if there's a way to do it. Okay, okay. Monroe says you see Roadcaster Pro 2 drop. Go to X, uh, go X, XLR replacement. I have, did not see that. Roadcaster Pro 2. It's a little more expensive, but eh. yeah, pretty funny. I think it's like a hundred bucks more almost. Ooh. Steve says, anybody enjoying Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge? Definitely not Sean. Edward nope. says, don't underestimate the power of Bethesda. Fallout 4 made $750 million and 12 million copies in the first 24 hours. Starfield on Game Pass will be huge. Oh, I don't doubt that. I think a lot of people are going to download it on Game no, Pass. No, we were saying the opposite. We, we said yeah. it's probably going to be really popular and people are going to play the hell out of it. Dream says, has anyone noticed that Nate sounds like Ethan Winters from Resident Evil 7 and Village? It's kind of crazy. Thank you all. For, thank Joey you for Ramon. <laughs> what william he says really, he doesn't sound like ethan that much but well, yeah. william even talk he does yeah. yeah well yeah he does yeah william says do you think well, aside from ah oh. no he says though he says stuff he like says his stuff. sisters and, yeah he, he talks he, he talks a lot in eight yeah. in village he insults quite a few remember people him that talking game. in that game you just nice. don't see his face he i think that's some language around like, in that you game. Know, <laughs> you don't see his face like you know they don't ever directly show his face so you're saying I am Ethan? Yes. Yes. Well, William says, do you think Sony expected Last of Us 2 to sell more than 10 million that they just announced? I remember Jim not happy with 20 million for other games. You see Sony shifting types of games they specialize in. <laughs> I think Sony's just going to continue bringing more and more games to PC. Mostly. That's, uh, for a game like Last of Us Part 2, I mean, 10 million for a game like that like a hard mature rating. Uh, I think that's actually pretty good. But it's definitely a downturn from the first one the first one sold much more than that but it was also oh. bundled with ps4s and given away for like promotion. yeah i guess that's true yes that's true stuff like that but i mean i think that they probably wanted it to probably keep its value longer i don't know if they're upset about that but like keeping its value because it's like yeah it's like 10 bucks like you can get it for like 10 bucks right, like Best Buy, right? and that obviously they're spinning out they're, they're doing a multiplayer for it uh it does sound like naughty dog's working on a new ip as well so they'll just keep making new intellectual properties they're they're very good at that. So. so another controversy. It's not. It's you know. It's not. It's not too bad. I'm pretty sure they made a ton of money. So ten million's pretty good for when a, a game selling ten million copies. Usually pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think there's any issues over there, Sony. I will say though, I I think they want to be able to consistently put out a twenty million unit seller. So go to PC. Venom says the return of Core Magala is extremely hype in the introduction of Epsinus mean frontier monsters are now on the table the future is bright ray monster hunter xbox lost playstation one says why was mario late to his court hearing his cart got towed t-o-a-d yeah <laughs> good one that was pretty good <laughs> that, that is a only... joke my only real critique is replace the smaller games like Lightyear Frontier and Gunfire Reborn, etc., with more interesting games like Warhammer Dark Tide, Valheim, Planet of Lana, etc. Uh, that was shown at Summer Games Fest. 
Nerd says, what are some great Diablo clones to pass the time until Diablo 4 comes out? Titan Quest. Uh, Ooh, Torchlight. If you... Torchlight. Yeah, Torchlight. Hades? Torchlight 1 or 2. And then uh, there's a game that came out Grim that's uh, it's called like Wolves of Midgard. Wo- yeah, okay. Grim Dawn. But that's a little bit more future. Alienation. Alienation plays just like Diablo. Same loot system, but you have laser beams and you fight aliens. Ooh, okay. Well, Grim, okay. if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Grim Dawn's literally made by one of the original guys that worked on Diablo 2. And oh, it yeah. And a lot yeah. of the same systems. Shout out to Grim. No message here. Just want to... I uh, recognize Graham here. Uh, Lucia says a lot of Xbox's big AAA backups like Stalker 2, Atomic Heart, Replace, etc. are all impacted by the war in Ukraine and all had delays because of it. Yeah, Replace looked really good. Unfortunately, I had to get pushed next year. And then Stalker 2, which they did a, 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 a very good video about all of that to give some backstory and they showed some gameplay for it. Uh, but Stalker 2 is shaping up, looked pretty good, I would say right now. And so is Replaced. Replaced is probably one of the most unique looking games I've seen in a while that's uh, coming up next year. So, like I said, 2023. I, I think that's going to be a, a big year for Xbox going forward. So. Cleo says, in my opinion, PC is the correct way to play Monster Rise, but at this point, I'm just waiting for Monster World 2. Victor says, playing Guardians of the Galaxy and Square really fumbled the bag. It's such an amazing game, and I need more. Sad that we probably won't get a sequel. That's actually going to be up to Embracer Group. They have the deal for that now, so we'll see. Jonathan says, what video editing software do you guys use? I use, uh, we use Premiere. Yep. Evan and I Premier. don't, don't speak for me, sir. No, I was saying Evan, Evan and I use Premiere. Mm. Movie Maker was yours, I think. RGT. Uh, Power Director. Power Director. Oh, that's right. There we go. Power Director as well. Thank you. I don't even know what the hell that is. I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, back like seven years ago when I decided to stop using um, uh, Windows Movie Maker, I found a torrent for this, and so I just downloaded it, and I learned how to use it, and then I I just ended up buying. Yeah. Shout out work. to uh, shout out to Mystic, Mystic Ryan in the chat over there. Uh, this is from Jordan saying Nintendo stop production of the Switch Pro to focus on Fire Emblem and Xenoblade. It's not wrong. Logical answer right there. Logical <laughs> answer. Uh, Exo says, "Ooh, Dreamcast guy, the Sony show." Max, you chilling Sony over there? yeah i wish man yeah sure yeah maybe i should stop saying i like redfall people keep saying i want xbox to fail and i'm like okay well i should stop playing their games all day then i guess <laughs> agreed uh callan says didn't want strikers because mario golf and switch sports felt like a ripoff uh-huh. switch sports was switch sports was lower than like the full price though was, i think that was pretty fun bowling's on there <laughs> mario golf though i can't deny that <laughs> some of the sports games in general they just give it a year and then see where it is that's what i tell people with the sports games for right now sean says spawn wave first posting thirst trap workout picks on twitter where's the, when's the only fans dropping <laughs> uh lucas says is it just me or genesis might be in rebirth due to the title color being Genesis Red, I, I do. Sega Genesis, think. that would be awesome if they oh, put it in there. My God. I'll defeat you with the ultimate power of blast processing. There we I go. Think, I do kind of think Genesis is going to be, and I think it might be one of the Genesis big reveals does. is that Genesis will be uh, a big part of Rebirth. That'll be really cool. Yeah. I mean, be, we know he's alive. I mean, we know he's alive. They're getting Phil Collins to, you know, reunite with the group. Do 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 do. D'Angelo says, with my previous comment, I'm talking frequency. It feels like we are getting those like every year now. I know they have multiple studios. Talking about, oh, talking about Fire Emblem and Xenoblade. But we're not. One, two, three, four. How many Xenoblades <laughs> got on the Switch? Four? About to be four? But 
Three. We get we get a million Mario's. We get Zelda. We get oh, why Xenoblade and like that's what that's the dumb part. <laughs> I don't know. Can Nintendo just like two? tap cap? Can Nintendo like tap Capcom and make a Mega Man game with them? I'll I'll I'll, I'll take eighteen Xenoblades in a generation for we that. We got a bunch of Kirby games. We got a bunch of Pokemon games. We got a bunch of a lot of stuff. Like. Eh, eh. <laughs> Yum says, I just bought a white DSi that comes with games for 70, paid it, and got a free Pokemon Silver, Soul Silver Clean box and picked it up. What? That's, that's a cool. what? Complete in box, Soul Silver. That's good. a lot. That's an expensive game. Right. Good deal. Uh, uh, let's, uh, oh gosh. Necro says, Why can't I see MVG's beautiful bald head? Saturday ruined. Love you, MVG. No disrespect. Show it. Uh. <laughs> Show no, us the he's tip. Not performing bear. <laughs> Leave him alone. No. Let him relax, y'all. You take off your hat. I'll take off my hat. That's the no, deal. No, no stripping. Leave him alone. Donovan says, Power Director, that's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> What's the pro? It's a quality program. Power Director, three, I got the 365, the subscription service. That thing is legit. It's really good. Yeah, I'm going to move over to Streamlabs to check that but let me let me go around here as we finish up rgt where can everyone find you you can find me on rgt 85 go watch my turtles video i may be doing a giveaway of sorts an actual giveaway not a fake me doing it um i'm probably going to steal one of spawn waves video titles tomorrow which mm -hmm. one yeah, you'll see um i already know that's not what you're making tomorrow because you already talked about what you're making tomorrow so yeah, happy Father's Day. Tomorrow. Yeah, see, I'm not. You think I'm talking about Final Fantasy tomorrow? Probably. Unless no. you're doing, unless you're trying to put people to sleep, like no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, happy Father's Day. Okay. Fuck off. Let me. <laughs> Uh, no, you made it awkward. I was trying to be nice. Shams Shamsa did say OJ says okay. what's up. That was that was her message here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam says, do you think Mario Kart can encounter a similar problem? Many people feel the next Smash will encounter where the overabundance of content after the DLC's completion may make it impossible to do and may the next installment feel underwhelming. I'm still waiting for Fire Emblem Kart. That's <laughs> that's the new one. They could well, appear in the next Bloodborne Mario Kart. Kart. You might have I think that's how you do it, right? Better. You just do Mario Kart Ultimate. It just has characters yeah. from all over Nintendo yeah. and third parties. Pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, Crom and Marth and Roy. Sean, yep. when they announce that remake of the re4 remake that will get you excited i know that'll, that'll be very exciting for you my the, my favorite part is that there's another fire emblem game that's coming sean yep i i, I i'm so happy it's gonna be really funny i you gotta say something about it on twitter too oh well there's actually I mean, a couple so oh it gets better yeah it gets even better <laughs> so the draft just the one that's rumored right now there's also a remake after that one they're, re they're remaking awesome. they're remaking four. fire emblem uh four, four. tell yeah. me there's genealogy another one after that yeah. Tell me there's more. Is there another one? Yeah. Yes. Actually. Oh. <laughs> is there a pachinko machine? Thank God. <laughs> you know, Thank God. I think they're all planned for Switch. So <laughs> God is good, man. What can you say? Just every year, it's just firing. Xenoblade Fire Emblem crossover? Can we just do that to fill the gap in between Xenoblade and Fire Emblem? Fireblade. This, this will be Sean's molding arc. So true. You can always make a bet with another game sales and you can play Fire Emblem if you don't win. I I, I play Fire I like I don't dislike Fire Emblem. I don't dislike Xenoblade. <laughs> I don't know why people think that. Hater. 
<laughs> you know what? We, we've been talking about there being a new Mario baseball game, but we need to work on sales being up for that. Maybe Fire Emblem Baseball. Maybe like Xenoball. Like that Xenoball? I will use the Minato's power to guess your guess your pitch with Minato's power. Yo, uh, if you could slow down the pitch with the Minato. Yeah. Use the Minato. doesn't even uh, say a Minato, right? Minato time. Uh, is that now? It's not even saying it right. The way the balls hit. Yeah. Minato. 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 There we go. Minato. Just, right, just, just end the show right there. Justin Time says to. the new trailer for Jordan Peele's Nope spoiled too much of my opinion. I'm. A, I'm afraid it might hurt my enjoyment of the film. I don't, think video, it's spoiled. I don't think it spoiled it. What's a video game where you felt the advertising gave away too much, dampening your experience once you get to play it? No leaks. Uh-huh. What was the, wasn't there a, a game where it showed the ending in the trailer and nobody realized know. it the until... Final, um, Force, Square Enix's I mean, trailers Force. always do this. Yeah, Babylon's Fall did it. Now that once I beat Babylon's Fall, I was like, wow, they pretty much just went, here's the whole story, including the plot twist. Seven remake, they showed the last boss fight in the final trailer. They did. They did, yeah. Hmm. Huh? Did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go watch. Yeah. Don't ever watch Square, like, whenever they do final trailer for they any of do the that games, a lot, don't they? Don't, yeah, don't, don't I, watch them. Don't watch to them. To be honest, like, unless it's like a, a, I guess a series I really kind of trust the, the trailers with, like the Zelda team I'm, I'm okay with and stuff. Um, I don't know. I just don't watch a lot of trailers. I think movies have spoiled it for me for the most part. Didn't Fallen Order have an advertisement that gave away the ending or something? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I don't, you don't, with but do no... you know? Do you know that it's being spoiled? Or would you rather have it like Last of Us 2 where they flat out just like change things? We're, like Square Enix, it's, it's not good what Square Enix does. <laughs> Those final, it's only the final trailers though. Everything else is fine until their final trailers. They're great trailers, but I don't, a little bit too much, a little bit too much with some some of them. Not crazy. Jordan uh, Peele knows what he's doing with his trailers. He won a championship. He knows what he's doing too. Even, (laughs) shut up. Even if, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking (laughs) basketball. Even if you look at all of his trailers for previous movies and what they've shown, the ending has never been. It, it's never been about what you expected it to be. Uh, that's what makes his movies brilliant. So I don't agree. Think been spoiled. I think that's just the cover to make mm. you think that you're going to be spoiled. 40 chess. 40, 40. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Claire says, Hey, I hope you're having a good night. Can't wait till they announce the new super Mario spinach in the Nintendo direct spinach. And it says, Anthony what? says, it feels like the next gen games we've been waiting for are finally coming, especially next year. Looks crazy. I don't think I'll have anything left in my wallet next year except for a picture of misclick. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Hold on. I'm sorry, what? I hit more when I'm going through this because I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry, what? Is that is that the is that the joke? Because I, the time I showed, I still have a picture of yes, misclick in my wallet. Yeah. Is it because of that? Yeah. Oh, God. But I still okay. I still I have it in here. Game, okay, that was funny because I clicked was, more when I'm going through it. That was funny, but I don't think game stores accept that. Oh, got that fucking picture. I, I keep I keep I keep just like tattoo business cards and old arcade stuff. Here's a Shinra business card where I poorly wrote the word Max on it. I don't know. I keep everything in my wallet forever. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying right now, if y'all threw away my Polaroids I took with you, I'm judging you. Here's a, uh, a expired Polaroid camera. Me, oh, they're mate. trendy now. 
Oh, now it's the new I have, a whole, thing. I have a whole album of everybody I take pictures with. We had to take a new one this year. That way I can yeah, I don't know, yeah. update this down. wallet. I didn't even know they still made Polaroids. Yeah, yeah they're for hipsters. Polaroid. Yeah, it's hipsters. RGT the third says, please tell MVG that I said hello, Gubna. Hello, mate. <laughs> Willie says, uh, uh, you're all, y'all are infinite, but play COD more often. Uh, uh, neither. Uh, Break says, I was really um, impressed with all the 30 minute showcase we had this year at Evolver. Capcom and Square came out with great stuff. Even the Overwatch 2 reveal event from Thursday was fantastic. I agree. I liked it. Ricky says, How long after its release do you guys think Starfield will be completed development wise? Uh, probably Two like years. 20 years. Uh, probably be before on... Cyberpunk 2077 is. No, because they're going to port that thing forever starfield uh let's see let me go to uh oj player essence where can everyone find you uh, you can find me right here on youtube player essence got a cool video talking about square enix and everything that went down probably tomorrow so that that should be fun got some top 10 videos that i'm doing as well and i also stream uh daily pretty much six days out of the week as well and we run the spawncast pre-show on the channel as well so shout out to everybody who came through we're having huge numbers. We're getting close to having averaging 500 people plus per per stream. So on those, so nice. Thank, thank. Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger each uh, each. Um, it's getting more people are watching every single every single yeah. time. So, <laughs> thanks for coming yeah. out to this show. I think I'm gonna stop right now. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks. I appreciate. it. Let me go over here to MVG. But uh, first off, T Soul says, "Can MVG MVG say Monado boy like Metal Face?" <laughs> Monado boy. Oh, come on. Monado boy. <laughs> Whoa, hell yeah. Where can everyone find you, MG? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. I'm doing a Steam Deck video for Monday because oh. I've been messing around with one all nice. week and I love it. Uh, and I will be gone the next two weeks. Yes, I am moving house, but I will be in a new place in two weeks. So I won't be on next week because too many games is on. So I won't be there for that. And then the following week I'll be off, but I will be back first week of July. So we are uh, we are going to pre-record our uh, next weekend. So if you're around MVG, I'll just I'll just throw it out there to you okay. if, if you're around. Um, well, that's what we're going to do for next week. And we're just going to do a uh, pre-recorded video and just okay. post it. I may or may not be around. But yeah. It's, oh, it's really? Convenient. He's moving. Mm. That's the that reason before. you weren't at last too many games because you said you were moving. And then what'd you say after you said that to us? No, well, I didn't I I'll be at next year's too many games. He did say that. He did say that. <laughs> he did. Yeah, shit happens. Very. <laughs> uh, uh, Miss Click, where can everyone find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me on YouTube as Miss Click Gaming, or you can find me uh, on Twitch as Miss Click underscore live. Uh, other than that, you can find me on Instagram and, and Twitter. Um, where uh oj's harassing me all the time as just misclick so you know there's that <laughs> thanks for that man you set yourself up mrs dark chocolate <laughs> not let's go to, let's go set to dreamcast up, guy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, i am youtube.com slash dreamcast guy uh giant thanks to all the massive massive love on the channel specifically i i did a video talking about the playstation plus games and it just blew up for some reason so thanks i always see comments saying i found you from the spawn cast so i cannot thank y'all enough then let's go to evan uh you can find me on twitter at kibrix project uh we got some miniature stuff to do this week and i've been working with an airbrush i noticed everyone's saying f in chat we had a little hiccup but we are back so 
it's awesome. Okay. But yeah. Right at the end. That's all right. It's that's, always uh, good. That's, that's everything for Spawncast. Next. Uh, I did next not get an outro. Oh, no, you didn't. Fuck you, Nate. <laughs> all right, Nate. Tell them where they can. In the show right now. To be the alpha male. Uh, find me on YouTube at Nathan Hate. MVG and I will be recording an episode <laughs> tomorrow night for airing next week. We're giving mm -hmm. Nintendo Direct predictions. Why? Predictions. Is there, wait, is Nintendo Direct predictions. 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 Emphasis on the word predictions. So, so Banjo's going to be there, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Industry insider and de game developer. So everything, everything you're going to say there is absolute fact and correct. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to watch the predictions you just put up with your office depot manager meeting. Cracker Barrel. We're putting it on Gaming Leaks Reddit. We're at least Target level over there, okay? Come on. <laughs> target <laughs> level. Target. target. Must be, must no, you ain't at Target level. <laughs> no, they at least mop the floors at Target. All right, come on. <laughs> I, I work at Target. They do mop. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, next next weekend it'll be a it'll be a pre-recorded show, probably about an hour or so. It'll just post normal time and there'll just be a VOD people can watch when they would like to. And we post up everywhere else as well. But thanks everyone for tuning in. And we will see you guys next weekend with a pre-record. The following weekend we'll be back live. Maybe talking about direct, we'll see. Just sit right back and in he's here pinning me to the wall using his lips. <laughs>